The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. The collision of common sense and comedy. is the collision of common sense and comedy. This is The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Great. Is this good? (laughs) No, none of this is good. I've still got people telling me there's 182 genders. We have got the most bat crap crazy things every day. Like, Like people are making it up like we're reading The Onion on the air. That's what we've been living out, the onion or the Babylon Bee. We've been living that for a decade, and it's just become the new norm. So I ask you, is this what you want? Look around society today. Think about your kid's school. Think about what's in the news, the laws proposed, the snowflakes on college campuses, the ideas about gender and sex and equality and the claims that everybody somehow is a victim and social media. Look at all of this stuff and tell me, how is that compared to with what you would really want. If you were to write it all out, here's what it would look like. Here's a drawing. We're going to CGI. This is what society would look like. Here it is. Compare that to now. How close are we? Are we 10% in the zone? No. 70% in the zone? It's pretty damn low. So if I was less involved, at least I wouldn't get the blah, blah, blah all day. Shouldn't we maybe be a little less involved? Couldn't we... At least be less involved sometimes. Sometimes can I watch a football game and not have people kneeling? How about that? Once in a while. Can I go to church without having uh, the, the minister tell me about social justice? Or carry a gun into church. Or carry my gun into church to protect myself. Can we just separate all that? And you go, you know what? I'm going to church because I'm going to worship. I'm going to go to a football game. I'm going to watch him toss around the pigskin a little bit there. Can we do that? No, apparently not. I cannot believe how sports, sports for the love of God. I know entertainment. See, Chris, God, I even get how you're a little Hollywood producer and you're going to produce this movie. But you know what? I'm tired of making millions of dollars and being rich and successful and getting all of the women I want. And I can dine at fancy restaurants and I'm famous and people love and adore me because I'm a director and everyone knows me of making movies that are just about superheroes and stuff. They need to be superheroes and stuff with a conscience, a social justice conscience, Chris. That's the movies I want to make. I get how they get there. You're an artist. You've succeeded. Now you want to do something and preach and whatever. It's a fail, but I at least understand it. How is it that you're out there throwing the football around and you go, and now I want to make a social justice statement with your football. (laughs) I want to run in less masculine routes. I want to make sure the routes I run are more sensitive of the LGBT community. I want to make sure when I catch it, I do it in such a way that does not offend the LGBTQ gay community. Seriously, none of that adds up. I say this because in a moment, a moment of like being in warm bathwater, finally, this is what should happen. Tiger Woods 
says something that I think is needed, right? Yeah. Says something good and then promptly gets his ass kicked for it. He did the right thing. You don't have to even agree with him. He wasn't committing to a side. He was just like, hey, this isn't for me to do. I'm a sports player or whatever. I I even get maybe inside he's like that MF in Trump. Maybe inside he's like, I love Trump. I don't care. I think he handled this right. Listen to this clip of Tiger Woods. Well, he's our he's the president of the United States and you have to respect the the, the office. And no matter who's in the office, um, you may like, dislike um, the personality or the, the politics, uh, but we all must respect the office. No, I just finished 72 holes and really hungry. By the way, you get the bell ready for those. Okay. There's that many holes in golf? Yeah. How many 72? do you think you play? About nine. Nine? Yeah. That's like a fifth of a game. Really? Yeah. Wow, I thought it was just nine holes. There's 18. He played multiple rounds. Oh, okay. It's a lot of holes. You can play half, which would oh, be okay. nine. Anyway. So, uh, but okay, they, they asked him, yeah. first of all, why are you asking Tiger Woods about Trump? Oh, he golfs with him. Doesn't matter. Don't ask him about Trump. No. It's okay if he wants to go out and say it. But in, in this setting, when he's talking about a and tournament, Trump a game, is not there. And he's Trump is not there. there. Right, exactly. Or if Trump said, I love Tiger, he's tremendous. Yeah. Hey, the president gave you a little shout out. You want to comment on it? This is, again, just trying to make some crap about Trump and divide everybody. It's actually going to backfire because we're just tired of it. It used to be those sensational things got attention. Now, for me, they're just backfiring. Now it's just, okay, shut up, don't do it. Backfire on whom? The media. The, media. Okay. the ratings okay. are going to start slipping. They already have for CNN. Oh, yes. CNN. And it's not just because they're hating on the president. No. MSNBC hates on the president. Their ratings are not as low as Trump. Come on. Paw Patrol beat CNN Wolf <clears throat> Blitzer. Paw Patrol. Paw Patrol. Right, exactly. And, and I got to tell you, CNN with Wolf Blitzer... Or Paw Patrol? Paw Patrol. Without question. I'm taking I will watch Chase and Marshall yes. and Zuma all day long. <laughs> I will watch 72 straight hours forced to watch this versus like 20 minutes of, of CNN now. I'm not exaggerating. It is horrible. All, all it does is make me angry. And I'm not even angry that they do it. I'm angry that they don't even get called out for doing it by mm-hmm. the other media. It's just accepted. Chuck Todd over the weekend. Oh, I saw that. Did you see the clip? Yep. Chuck Todd, uh, somebody mentioned uh, the biased media. And Chuck Todd was like, hold on. I mean, he gets offended the perceived quick. Bias. I mean, there's no, that, that was just a, um, a, uh, um, a ploy of Roger Ailes. It was just something he employed uh, to get candidates elected. It's just a campaign slogan or trick. The biased media. Mm-hmm. It's part of the right-wing echo chamber. Really, Chuck? Well, I'll tell you what, Chuck. Have a little seat. Come on in. Have a seat. You know, we'll, we'll do it Skype. We can have you call in, Chuck. I've invited you on this program and many others, and you refuse to do it. Have a seat, and I will present, I don't know, maybe 10, 20,000 examples in the last <laughs> week of the biased media, and I'll let you show me how I'm wrong about it. And then, Chuck, when you do that, I will gladly say, you know what? Chuck Todd was right. There is no biased media. Until then, Chuck, 
you're full of crap and you know it. You got, you got uh, your butt hurt there because you're part of the media and people actually called you out. Chuck Todd from MSNBC. There's no biased media. <laughs> Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. <laughs> so anyways, what Tiger said is fine. He mm-hmm. said, doesn't matter who's in the office. You guys should respect the office. Now, Done. I even take, I even disagree a little bit with that. In okay. that there's nothing wrong with respecting the office and still calling the president out. Oh, still of, course. Their pin. of course. I get that. So maybe you can be a little clearer with that, but okay, fine. In today's world, uh, a, per, a minority, a man of color, an athlete of color, AOC, is that a thing? Yes, no, that's no, it. It's no, not. it's that's, that's the that other, sounds uh, like Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. Uh, if yeah. you go ahead and say something like that. So, anyways, he's an athlete of color. When somebody stretches to ask about the president, he gives something like, "You know what? Respect the office. Doesn't matter who's there. People are going to have different ideas and politics and beliefs. Just respect the office. Let's move on." Yeah, yeah. Anything else? Any broader statement you want to make on race? Uh, is there anything you could say that would insult the president? That would uh, give us a great sound clip we could play today? You know what? I just finished 72 holes, and I'm hungry. I'm going to go get something to eat. Good for him. That's right? a good clip to play. Right. <laughs> okay. That should be the end of it. Nice. Stands itself. Not only do they not let it go, people were wildly offended by that. Wildly, Chris. ESPN, Max Kellerman and Stephen A. Smith did like 10 minutes just outraged, pissed off at Tiger. How do you get pissed at that? If you want to say something like, you know, I disagree with them. I think as a, as a per- person of color, as an athlete, he should stand against some of the things the president. I disagree. That would be bad enough. Listen to Max Kellerman starting off, and then Stephen A. Smith chimes in and gets his back, and then there's some broad in there who tries to get a word in now and then. Listen. <laughs> I want to say something about what Tiger Woods said. Okay, now. go ahead. It really bothers me. I, I don't, I, I'm angry at what Tiger Woods said. Because <laughs> it, it, is, it is. All that, all that. He's angry because a person said you know what we're all gonna have different opinions just respect the office uh i just move on i'm gonna get something to eat <laughs> angry chris how are you angry at that wow wow you should wow. be you should be thankful it, even if you hate the president you'd be like you know what damn it finally i love sports and i got away from this crap for a moment nope here it is he's angry it really bothers me. I, I don't. I am angry at what Tiger Woods said mm-hmm. because to the, uh, it is. It uh, is. To the, to the I, 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 Chris, it really uh, uh, bothers. I'm, I'm angry because the president. I, 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 by the way, that's not a little warp in the tape. No, he's actually. It's, I'm just so angry with the president. I'm starting to stutter because I'm so angry at what the. It really bothers me with the president. I'm really angry. But the, the president, did you hear what the Tiger said about the president? It really bothers me. I, I don't. I am angry at what Tiger Woods said mm-hmm. because it is it is a thoughtless statement dressed up as a thoughtful statement, and it either holds in contempt the intelligence of the people who hear it, mm-hmm. or else it's just a stupid thing to say. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you what I mean. The, if to say yes. that the office, you must have respect for the office. Tiger, be clear. Are you saying that the office therefore confers respect onto its occupant, its present temporary occupant? No, what the what the having respect for the office means principally, in my view, is the office holder should have respect for the office. Well, we we are all that. set to a standard. We're held to a standard Hold of right behavior. There. Hold on there, Sparky. No, having respect for the office means there are certain respects you pay a president. Yes. Things like when the president enters the room, it's tradition to yes. play hail to the chief. Things like this. 
Um, there, there are certain pomp and circumstance that come with it, and a certain um, respect when it comes to asking the president questions, certain things like this. As I've said, I have no problem challenging the president. I have no problem. In fact, you should ask them, what do you mean by that, Nancy? I've said before, presidents should be transparent. They are not. None of them are. So I'm fine with that. He's conflating uh, respect for the office and adornment of Trump. Let me tell you what Tiger was doing. He was avoiding your BS media, uh, anti-Trump media campaigns. That's, some, that's what he was doing. And somehow he still stepped on it. Right, exactly. If, if he had said, you know what, I really don't want to talk about the president, what would they have said? Uh, oh, there it is. You won't call the yeah. president out. There's nothing he could say, apparently, or anybody when asked about Trump that would make the left-wing media happy, unless you are absolutely tearing into him. Let's say he had said something like, you know what, you know, I, I don't really want to talk about the president. He's frustrated me at times, but I really don't talk about it. That wouldn't be enough. Nothing would be enough. This guy is trying to find a reason to hate on Tiger's statements. Well, we, we are all that. set to a standard. We're held to a standard of behavior. We at our jobs, right? People in their, in their daily lives. Mm-hmm. The president, if anything, is held to a higher standard of behavior. It is not such that we have such great respect for the office that no matter what the behavior of its occupant, we must therefore respect its occupant because of the office. You know, Max, no. how, how come you're not calling out the president? Why are you calling yeah. out Tiger for not calling out the president when you could just call him out? Now, maybe he has. Maybe he has called him out more than anybody. I don't watch ESPN, but right now you could be calling him out. Hey, Tiger, you should have said this, this, and this. Remember, this is ESPN. Yeah, I'm still kind of confused what I'm watching or hearing because Chris, I'm like, this is, I thought, and I don't watch ESPN, right. but I thought ESPN was nonstop coverage of sports. Entertainment Sports Network. Like, hey, that guy missed the ball. Oh, look, at he, he's an idiot. Right. Or Jeter uh, got, you know, a 302 on something. Right, well. And I understand there are times when sports overlaps into certain social issues or topical issues like the kneeling, right? That's going to be around it. You want to make a little, I still think it should be primarily about sports. You want to do a little bit on, but this is the entertainment sports network. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm like, and again, Max, if you have a problem, tell Tiger what he should have said. Call the president out here. Call him out. What are you saying, Max? Are you the extreme progressive? Is Is that what this is? Great. You should live there, and so should ESPN. You want the president to be transparent? Then you be transparent. Put it out there. Who are you? Because you know what? It's going to be like the NFL. You're going to lose a whole lot of people. It's occupant because of the office. No, Tiger Woods is being, is, you said being slick. Here he's being slick. We must respect the office. Therefore, that confers respect to the occupant. Tiger, is that what you're saying? If that's what you're saying, that is a stupid comment. I don't, be, but I, I don't even know if he believes that that's what he's well, saying. First of all, we don't know what Tiger Woods believes. He's Cambodian. He's not black. When he got arrested, he was black. He was listed as black on the report. So let's understand that Tiger Woods, that's the issue that the African-American community has always had because obviously from an historical perspective, you know, if one third of you has a darker hue, a darker pigmentation, you know, the bottom line is you are black and it is that simple. And you, you get it, and even one third, I'm just throwing one that eighth. out there. One eighth. One eighth, exactly. So what I'm saying to you is that <laughs> 
clearly uh-huh. you are perceived as being a black man. And even though you didn't want to dis- disassociate yourself from your mother's ethnicity, who was tied, who was tied. Your mother's believe, ethnicity. The bottom line is, is that that's the reason why he took that position. But black Americans haven't respected that for Tiger for quite some time. They haven't heard Tiger speak on a plethora of issues pertaining to having a social consciousness on many, many occasions. Hold on a second. That- so uh, not only do you have to have a social conscience if you're an athlete, uh, in particular, you have to have one, apparently, if you're a black athlete. Wow. They have not, they, the African-American community has not heard Tiger comment on a plethora yeah, of, anything. of uh, social issues. Yes. I didn't realize you were supposed to. I didn't know. I did not know that Tiger was a black apparently, sports person. You know what this is? This is my white privilege. Uh, I don't have to automatically comment on any of those social issues. But apparently, when you're black, they tell you this. All right. You have to. All right, you're black. Uh, you're born. Uh, here's uh, here's the instructions. You need to Ooh. comment regularly on, on social these? issues. You're gonna have on to, all these on all of those. Yeah. One comment. Now, if you're if you're an athlete, you're gonna have to like triple down on that. You got to be out there all the damn time. Wow. So and and by the way, you're probably gonna be an athlete because you're black. Oh. Or a rapper. Oh. Yeah. So that's it. Yeah. A little bit more here from uh, ESPN. On many many occasions, that is something that people have lamented as well. But as it pertains to this particular statement, again. I don't think I'm not going to take it as far as him conferring, as you would say, to respect the president itself, even though you're playing golf with him and all of that other stuff, uh, you know, considering how divisive people consider him to be. What I'm saying is <laughs> hold it, hold it. people consider the president to be divisive, unlike ESPN. Oh, it's no. all about inclusion. It's about love there. Yes, it's about it people is. coming together and supporting it. That's the reason they're attacking t- Tiger. I'm so angry. They just can't even get it out attacking Tiger Woods. He was so That's so full of love, of love. and joy it's in his like, heart. He the love get was it out blocking there. the words. The shame uh, President Trump is so divisive. Oh, yes, Touch yes. more on uh, ESPN. People consider him to be. What I'm saying is, I think as American citizens, uh-huh. I'm thinking about congressmen. I'm thinking about senators. I'm thinking about elected officials. I'm thinking about the checks and balances in our democratic society that we have in place to police and to check this individual, not to mention the fact that you have people not just in the media, but beyond. We have several avenues to bring the ire of our nation upon this man because of how we see (laughs) him conduct himself. But in the process of doing so, we have an obligation to be responsible with our rhetoric and, and beyond. No, he and, has a greater responsibility. No, no one, he's failing no one's that quite, No one's questioning But, but see, this is what I I'm totally saying about Tiger that I don't I, like. I'm just saying I totally agree with you about what you're saying with, for, with Trump's ultimate responsibility. Right. I'm, not just, I'm just talking about Tiger. Okay, right, hold, but on, here's hold on a second. Um, notice that uh, he has a greater responsibility there. Yes. Which, okay, you may even make that argument. But they act as if by saying they, to bring the ire of the nation upon this man, like... You know, everybody's against him. Every single person hates Trump, and there's nothing we can do about it. We want to bring our ire. You know, we have several avenues to bring that ire of the nation against Trump, but, uh, you know, not everybody dislikes this guy. I don't know if you know that. A huge portion of your audience actually likes the guy. All right, I got to get a break in here real quick, and then we'll come back and touch on this a bit more. In the meantime, please get your tweets in with the hashtag what I learned today. It's not sugar-coated. It's not fluff. It's just the truth. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Only on the Blaze Radio Network.
Gibson. All right, I want to get some tweets in and then just a touch more of the video because uh, Max uh, Kellerman, I don't even watch that. Max Kellerman from ESPN uh, has some additional comments on Trump and takes a kind of a different angle. But first, some tweets via the hashtag uh, what I learned today. The C42 saying ESPN is now on the final stage of Trump deranged syndrome. Trump derangement syndrome. It's the final stages. Hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt that. I don't know what happens from here if they just uh, explode. If they just kind of wither away, I don't know what happens. <laughs> Stinky Biscuit saying, greater responsibility. He's a golfer! <laughs> and before that, he was a cheater! And before that, a drunk! I think he meant greater responsibility from the president. Oh. But maybe he meant, maybe he meant Tiger Woods. Maybe I misunderstood that. That really. And by the way. If you're talking Tiger Woods, that's what oh I'm my saying. gosh. Maybe he was. Maybe I misunderstood. Because, I mean, the president, I do think, has a greater responsibility yes, of for course. some of that stuff. Uh, Paul Polly M saying, thanks for reminding me why I stopped watching ESPN years ago. Yeah, it's just pointless. You can't even get away from this stuff. Uh, if you would, please go to Use Wax RX today. Use Wax RX and pick up the Wax RX system so you can clean out your ears, get that earwax out safely, effectively, and efficiently with their three-step system. They've got eardrops. You put the drops in your ear. It softens all that up, gets it ready. Specially doctor-designed pump. Helps flush the earwax out, cleans it all out. And then the pH balance rinse is the third step, which leaves your ears feeling soft and supple. Get it today at usewaxrx.com. You're going to be happy you did. The nice thing is, too, you're going to use this over and over again. And even when you run out of drops, you can just order the drops then in the future. You're good to go, so you don't have to buy the complete kit. It's usewaxrx.com. Makes a great Christmas gift. Usewaxrx.com. Don't forget the promo code RADIO to get it shipped to your door for free. I mean, they've rolled out all the fall flavors. I think I could start saying that now. Fall flavors? I don't think you want to put flavors on this. On no, this no, no. I mean, list. no. I mean, like Starbucks and that have talked about fall flavors. So I think it's time to start mentioning the fall and Christmas. The holidays no. are coming up. Sorry, nope. You're still in August. I know. I think we're you good to go. It's just a couple nope. days away. November. Use waxrx.com to get that Christmas gift for the kids. They'll love to open that under the tree. This. I do not want to be your. Kid. That's not what you're getting, Milo. <laughs> No. Milo, you get to clean your ears out. Hooray. Use no. waxrx.com. All right, just a touch more from ESPN. Listen. He, he plays golf. Right. I know what he's trying not, to do not, And not only that, he's an international figure because he's globalized. He's traveling all over the world to play golf, like you just pointed out, yeah. Molly. He's got his checkered history. He knows he's been seen with Trump, et cetera, et cetera. And more importantly, we don't bring this up enough. There are a lot of people out there, no matter how appalled they are, by this man in office, there is this ingrained belief that that's in-house stuff, even though it obviously is not. To, go to, to speak ill of your president outside of this nation is almost sacrilegious to a lot yeah. of people. Well, let me just say quickly, if, if Tiger meant what he said, that is a thoughtless comment. There's, no in, there's nothing yeah. really contained there. It's a stupid comment. If he didn't mean what he said, if what he's doing is actually yeah. playing it safe, then me and people like me are offended by the comment because you're playing on our intelligence. And that's you are, fair. You're talking if, as if though you're okay, hold it right there. there it is. If, if, he was, uh, play, if he was trying to play it safe, then I'm offended because you're playing on our, tele, our intelligence. What? It's not, it's not. 
In other words, if Tiger's doing what we said, uh-huh. and he's just like trying to avoid all this because he does, this, it's not my brand. I don't want any part of this. Yeah, I'm I just trying want, yes, to, yes. you know, get my career mm-hmm, back. I'm trying mm-hmm. to make money. This is my job. Mm-hmm. I want to avoid all of this because I know it's a landmine. I know it's a minefield. Then he's offended. Max Kellerman's offended by. Why? Again, how are you going to avoid this when somebody asks you the question? True. If you deny the question, they're going to attack you. So he tries to play it safe, and that pisses you off because the guy's worried about his career, Max. What this really says is you are the progressive, you are the extremist, and you're really pissed off that other people haven't joined you, that are not jumped on your bandwagon to hate on the president. That's what's really going on here. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. The Blaze Radio Network. with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network. All right, Chris Cruz uh, told me about a guest that we that he was uh, lining up, and I don't fully understand the story. Help me understand. This is a guy who got fired for a series of videos? Yeah, so f- from what I'm understanding from reading this story is uh, this guy named Paul used to be a security guard, and he used to record himself, and you know he, he had a little channel where he posted himself Farting. Uh, now, before we bring the guests, you're like, what do you mean by farting? We have a video clip. It's about 10 seconds of a series of videos that he did. So let's play the him. This is Paul Flart farting at work. Here we go. And, uh, and we look very much forward to There we go. That's it. That's it. So, um, I'm not sure I fully. Let's bring Paul yeah, so in here because Paul because got Paul recently got fired. Uh, fired. Hey, Paul, how are you? Hey guys, how are we doing today? Doing well. So you are a security guard in Florida. Yes, sir. All right, and you got fired. Tell me about the video first of all. Well, so there's several videos that I uploaded, uh, 75 in total, before all this happened uh, to Instagram. Of just me at the front lobby of the hospital, just, you know, letting them rip. And nobody else around? Nobody around. Um, it was always later in the evening, um, you know, when the hospital, because I worked for the hospital, and when it was dying down, there weren't a lot of visitors. There weren't a lot of people around working. It was kind of quiet. And, and all, I could fully uh, utilize the acoustics in the area. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, and it's, it's you... A close-up of your face. You can't even see where you are, anything like that. And then, obviously, yep. you hear the audio, which, when you see all of them strung together, uh, yeah, simple, childish, but your facial expressions are pretty funny. I mean... Yeah, everybody if, loves the, the expressions, for sure. Right, because he's like, eh, raised eyebrow over whatever. <laughs> Silly, nonsensical, you put it out there, okay. And you just... Each one is like, what, 10 seconds long at most, and then you just not, strung a bunch of... Not together. even, yeah. Yeah, like three seconds, four seconds, yeah. Now, you were employed at, at a hospital or as a security guard through another company? So, uh, yeah, contract security for the hospital. So okay, I was gotcha. hired by the security company who has the contract with the hospital. Got you. And they uh, got wind of this, so to speak, 
And uh, I see what you did there. there I see see what you did there. Yes. And first, uh, your managers got wind of it and then decided you were not right for their company. Yeah, I suppose because this all happened. Like, you know, I started going, uh, I guess, to viral on Sunday last week, last Sunday. And um, I suppose somebody higher up in the in the company saw it and wasn't happy with it, and you know made that move to get rid of me. All right. Now I saw the video yesterday. I didn't fully understand because I hadn't seen the other video yet of you getting fired. And uh, yep. it's you. You you see the guy coming up to you. I'm guessing one of your bosses confronts you in the parking yep. lot, and within a couple of seconds, you're you say, "Oh, uh, obviously you're coming to fire me." Then he's like, "Yep." And that, the funny thing about that was, and, and Paul, even, listen, if a company wants to fire you, it's their right. I, I don't care. You know, whatever. Pe- companies yeah, want to fire I people. I hold no will towards them. Yeah, exactly. Right. That's, that's fine. What, made, uh, what I thought was funny and annoyed me just a little bit is the, the guy who fired you wouldn't let it go. No, no not at all. It, you're like, obviously, you're coming to fire me. You know, hand me the form, whatever. And he's like, well, it's just come to our attention. Yeah, okay, got it, got it. Because, you know, Paul, and he just keeps going with this stuff. I don't I don't get it. I don't know why he wanted to do it that way. I felt like it could have been handled a lot differently, especially the whole intercepting me in the parking lot. Like, <laughs> we went into an office, you know, like, I wouldn't have been recording and because, you know, I respect the privacy of the office, but... Although, I, I, Paul... Into the parking lot. Yeah, based, based on the video... <laughs> I don't think they want, want you to go in the, the office. Building. You know, I don't want to go into an office with you. That's one thing. You know? <laughs> but one thing also, too, about the video when he goes, well, 75 times, Paul. I'm like, who sat there and watched? <laughs> you so at one point you're saying, hey, do not do this. But you did it 75 times. We told you not to do this 75 times. Did they have one of those little clickers? <laughs> Like, click, there's a click, go, go. <laughs> Who of your coworkers had to sit there and go? That's four. No, you missed one. That's a separate right there. That's not the same part. <laughs> the good thing is that it was all done in corporate level, I think, a higher level, because nobody, it seems like nobody really knows uh, on the ground level, like the people I work with, you know, they don't know what's going on. <laughs> the CEO's so. at home watching. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Just nonsensical. Uh, so, what's next yeah. for you? You going to take this thing pro? Yeah, I mean, we're going to keep making content. I mean, that's number one. Everybody loves it, so why stop doing it? You know, I'm not going to let you know stuff change. Um, Paul Flart on vacation. That's coming up. I'm going to go around to a bunch of noticeable like areas and locations and <laughs> let, them rip, let them rip out there. So, your stage name is Paul Flart. Yeah. I like yeah. Paul Flart. Uh, have you been contacted by other media outlets? Yeah, I'm flying out to uh, L.A. on Thursday. Nice. Do some stuff out there. Oh wow, that's so. uh, all right. Was there an opportunity to make money off of this? Yeah, um, we're definitely making a lot, of, uh, a lot of things in motion, a lot of things to do. I've been busy, busier than I ever have been. So that's great. A lot of things in motion. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. yeah. I don't know Doug, if that's you, what you want yeah. to say. You, you had a, a comment <laughs> yesterday about maybe him partnering up with this company. Oh, actually, Paul, listen to this. I was like, <laughs> this is this is a great idea. I don't know if they'll do it. You need to contact Bino. <laughs> Wasn't that counterproductive? <laughs> it is. I mean, it, but not from their perspective, from the, the media. What, all they have to do is go, hey, don't be this guy. 
Yeah. Dry Beano. That's all it is. They they can this Even when would Paul Flart doesn't have time to fart. Beano. Right. Right. That would be huge. Tell them that would be awesome. So we should uh we're gonna tweet at them and suggest they watch this. At least they should share it for you. You know what I mean? Yeah, and go like share, wow, right? this Why guy not? could use some help. All right. Well yeah, we wish yeah. we wish you the best of luck. Let us know how you can help you out in the future and keep us posted, okay? Yeah, for sure. I'll keep you guys updated. I appreciate you guys having me on, for sure. All right, buddy. Thanks, Paul. Have a good day. All right. Yeah, that'd be, uh, he needs to sell some ball caps and stuff, yeah. too. Just silly nonsensical And then fun. one of the reasons is I have him on, it's like, really, guys, are, are we there? Can we just... He was just trying to have fun out where he's bored, downtime, not... He's not messing with anybody. He's not causing harm to anybody. Yeah, he, he didn't roll up into the bar and order a Trayvon Martini. Thank you. Right? He didn't and he didn't go into patient's guard. bathroom and be like, oh my God, they're sleeping. I'm going to fart right here we he go. He didn't do it. He was no. by himself, whatever. And uh, he, the, the logo of the hospital was not represented. No. Not good at that. It was just a close-up of his face. Uh, I still respect a company's right to say, we're going to fire this guy just because we don't like his face. Yeah, that's fine. I'm fine with that. It just seems silly to me. First of all, the video is silly. Thank God we created the internet. <coughs> Thank you. Right? Thank God for that. But the guy's just screwing around and having fun. It is funny when you see just all the facial, facial expressions, expressions, one right after the other. Yeah. He's a pretty funny actor about it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we call him an artist, as you had it listed just now underneath his uh, name on the screen. He's an artist. He's an artist? He is an By artist. whose designation? By his own designation. He's an artist? Yes. He's a fartist? <gasps> Oh, man, I missed that opportunity. Uh, but who am I to say? Art is in the be- eye, be- ear, bowel that, of the beholder, I that guess. That or like the people that go out in the woods to have sex and then like call themselves artists. I prefer him. He's a performance artist? Yes. Okay. That may be a stretch, but okay, fine. <laughs> no, so the company has a right to fire him. Of course. It is silly. I mean, you know, may- Maybe you don't want that as the face or ear of your company. But the way the boss handles it, did he post? Uh, we have By the, the way, video. It's, it's about a minute long if you want to play that. Where's, where's all this posted? His YouTube channel? No, Instagram. Oh, Instagram. All of it. Okay. This is all on Instagram. Um, and that video of him compilation of farting was just one fan just took all six months of him farting. and Oh, he didn't even do it himself. No, no. People did it for him. So he would just upload 10 seconds every three day. Seconds three seconds. on Instagram and say, hey, guy. And he wouldn't say, no, I'm sorry. He wouldn't just say anything. He would just go. And done. it's a close-up of his face, right? That's it. All right. Yeah. And then somebody strung them all together. And so put which them all that's together. the funny part. That I mean, is. You watch one or two. You're just like, okay. Yeah. And but you watch like six, eight of them. And then you see the expression where some of them, there's just a pause. And then one eyebrow goes up. And then. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, so the apologies are the ones that really upset me. Because here's this guy. And I get it. But the boss is like, dude, get rid of him. Take care of this. What I'm the fine hell? This. Even the guy rolling up, we don't even want you in the building. Fine, just sign the paper. Got it. You could. I don't even care if you fire him over the phone for that. But let's watch the video. Yeah, let's play, play the apolo- uh, the uh, just firing. because of the boss where he won't let it go. He, no, he will not. Because within go. a couple seconds, Paul's getting out of his truck. He's like, "Oh, okay. Well, obviously, I'm fired. Okay, yeah. cool. All right, gotcha. Here yeah. we go. Listen. Listen, we need to talk. Now. Yeah. Hold on. There's a bunch of pissed off people here. Okay. Okay. What are you doing with your phone? I'm recording, sir. Why are you recording? Because. Take it off. No, sir. Yes, sir. No, sir. You're not going to record me wearing that uniform. I'm not recording you, sir. I'm recording me, sir. Okay. You can turn it off. 
Okay. Well, so you're firing me anyway, right? Yes, I am. Yeah, so I'm going to keep... But you need to turn it off. I don't, if you're going to fire me, I'm done. Okay. So I can and just walk out of here right now, and then if that's it... Okay. I mean, if you guys are going to fire me, like, okay. what's... Well, you do realize that you're on a client's property... Yeah. ...wearing our uniform. 100%. I'm not going to argue the facts okay. of All you right. getting, yeah. you know... That's that's what thing. Now, yeah. again, it's come to our attention... <laughs> Wait a minute, hold it, hold on, hold on, hold it right there. In Pause that uniform. one second, guys. Yeah. Pause the video. So you're firing me and he's what's a big deal. Yeah. You're on a client. You got it. Got okay. it. You don't have to He's like, and, and Paul's not being an ass. He's like, I got it. Yes. He keeps calling him sir or whatever. Okay, yeah. got it. Got we need to be done with this. Got it. No, sir. Well, you're firing me anyways. Okay. You, it's, you're on our, okay, 100%. Got, got it. it. Got it. It's come to our attention. Got it. <laughs> what? I understood the first time you told me. Got it. What's come to your attention? What's gonna back that up just a second? We gotta play the It's come to our attention. What's come to your attention? I think I know what's come to your attention. Here we go. At you've recorded yourself in our uniform. Yeah. On the client's property. Never showing any logos or anything okay. though. You can I'm not gonna argue okay, with that. That's, that's for fine. an attorney. That's fine. Um I have asked you to stop recording. You're refusing. <laughs> um so and it's on Paul. It's not on the other guy. What I need guy. you to do is go ahead and read that. Okay. I think seventy-five times would account as three-second videos. So it doesn't matter. Okay. Seventy-five times using something that you knew that you shouldn't be using. Okay. I'll drop the shirts <laughs> off to George. Uh, stop recording while you're on this property. Uh, I'll if leave. The, I'm just going to leave the property. That's fine. That's fine. So but stop recording now. Okay. While you're off the property. Until um, you're off the property. All right. So. That's it, guys. You are on private property. That's it. We're done. Paul Flart will continue in the future. Please stay tuned. Thanks, guys. I'm asking you. Appreciate all of you. We're done, brother. He would not let it go. He does not let it go. (laughs) So is he more offended that he farted on his security guard uniform or his presence? No, it's none of that. It's the, the guy who's firing him. I don't know what level he's at. It's all about respect for him. That's all it was. That he's he's offended at the whole thing. Maybe that he farted and all of that stuff and posted again. You can't see the client that they're working no. for. You can't see his company. No, can't see any of that stuff. No. He's but maybe he's okay, you're representing our company. Fine, got okay. it. Okay, yeah, and get it. And you could even be angry at that. Yes, gotcha. Understood. But the real reason the video plays out like that, he's angry that. Paul was mocking him, it seemed like. Even yes, though he wasn't. Yes, no, yes. Paul okay, was not giving yeah. him the due the respect, respect that he deserves, yes. right? Oh, now I get it. Yes. Dude, that, the world is full of that. The, the, the first-time bosses, so many first-time bosses, they do not know how to handle themselves. They're either, they're usually dictators. Yes. They build rules with the iron fist. Or they'll be pushovers. Usually it's the, I will rule with the iron fist and their agenda and them and what they will accomplish and all of this. And we will have more rules to make sure that you follow the whatever. Instead of saying, let's come up with a good system. I won't take this stuff personally. Here's the standard of conduct we expect and move on. But he's like, stop recording while you're on the property. And he's like, okay, I'm leaving. No, no, you must stop now. He wasn't showing the building, no. the part. It was his face with the sky in the background. Yes. So, you know, why would you really be bothered if somebody recording on the property? Because you could see the property. You see the property. Okay. He's leaving. He's on his way out. You've already fired him. Even if it's your right to do that as the boss who's firing him, fine. Even if you think it's 
better that people don't even see the sky background of okay. you. They might be able to identify it on 4chan. Okay. How does it benefit you by being a nut there? Stop. Stop now. And he keeps saying it. Yeah. You can see the guy going to his truck. He's leaving. This thing will be done in about 10 seconds. Yes. Take the high road. Just go, Paul. Okay. Go ahead. Get in the truck. Go ahead. Bye. That's experience. That's wisdom. You, okay. Now, if he then continues to sit there and film the buildings and whatever, then you, then you Paul, have an issue. Paul, yes. I'm going to have to call security, man. Don't, don't be this guy. And Paul and didn't do that. Give, no. And you give him a warning there, and then you call security or the police. That's yes. That's how you handle it. But this guy, stop. I must rule. You must stop this minute, this instance. Unbelievable. All over three-second farting videos. Yeah. Right. So he got fired, according to the, to the company. He got fired because he kept recording himself, not because he got fa- uh, farting, dog. No, so they're, and right. they're not going to put that. They no, were at least not. smart enough to not say farting videos. They put, you were recording yourself while you were working, and that's fine. Maybe he should have been working. Um, I had a buddy years ago in radio. This was when you could only own, this company could only own one AM mm. and or one FM in a mm-hmm. town. And a lot of them had an AM and an FM. And FM had just started becoming popular. AM was still more popular. And he had an automated, like, easy listening elevator music on the FM station. And he got in trouble because it was an automation system. But he had to babysit it while he was on the air with the other one. Got in trouble for something. So his retaliation was one night he went in and was making animal sounds in the background underneath the elevator music stuff, like quacking and horse whinnying and pigs and whatever. Childish, <laughs> yes. He was a you know teenager. He got a memo that he saved because it... Yells it it berates him for you know doing that in the background all the animal but it says you know to so and so from so and so and then in the subject line it says quacking and clucking <laughs> <laughs> quacking clucking and it was this lengthy um I could have just said hey dude you were you were quacking in the background you're written up for it, whatever none of this stuff. But it went on and on and on, like way too serious for what it was. <laughs> and he saved the memo. That's, oh, God, that's funny. All right, let me get a uh, break in before we do, though. I got to remind you about Brickhouse Nutrition's Field of Greens, an opportunity for you to get more vegetables in your diet. Oh. And it's really easy to yes, do. Yes, you don't. Yes, What's especially if you're farting at work. Right. You need vegetables. You're going to need many more vegetables. Maybe less vegetables. I don't know what his diet consists of. Maybe certain vegetables. Certain vegetables, yes. Field no of beans. Green, no field beans. of greens from Brickhouse Nutrition. It's actually going to help you out quite a bit. Your family doesn't need enough vegetables. Simple way to do it. You take a scoop of the field of greens powder. It's powdered vegetables. It's real food. It's not just an extract or just the vitamins from it. It's the entire thing, but made into a powder form. So you can rehydrate it by mixing it with some water. They recommend eight ounces. Drink it down. You're good to go. It's a lot easier. If you want to put that to... Uh, in something that you already drink, like you have a shake every day, maybe it's a protein shake, you can add it in there, you have some sort of smoothie, a breakfast smoothie, boom, put it in there, and you are good to go. It is one full serving of, of what you're supposed to get every day for fruits and vegetables category on the food pyramid or the food plate as it is now. It's one full serving. So you can give it to your kids. You don't have to worry anymore about them not getting the vegetables that they need. It's Brickhouse Nutrition at BrickhouseDoc.com. The next generation of talk radio. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. On the Blaze Radio Network. 
Thompson. I am ready to smash the patriarchy. Oh, here we go. I am ready. Who stands with me? Me. I. You don't even know why I'm ready to smash it yet. You're just tired of the patriarchy? Uh, yes. I am ready to smash it. I mean, in the past, I've been kind of on the fence about this. I haven't believed it existed. But now, now I am ready to smash the patriarchy. I'm ready. If it means more topless women, yay. Power to the females, to the women. Are mm. you standing with me, Chris? I, I already said Smashing I'm with you. Smashing the patriarchy. That's how you do it, topless women. I missed Go Topless Day. Oh, when was it? I think it was Sunday. Makes sense. Makes 100% sense. Apparently, it, it could be different dates around the country. Hmm. <clears throat> but there are at least some dates uh, on Sunday. Uh, cities, uh, LA, New York, and Denver had topless women all over. I don't know how I missed it, but it's supposedly going to Germany, South Korea, Chile. Go topless day to smash the patriarchy. They had topless uh, parades. A uh, women walked around with their exposed breasts in order to smash the patriarchy. Yes. One sign said it's boobs, not bombs. Another yes. said war is indecent, not my breasts. Yes. Many of them uh, protested uh, gender inequality as they see it. Many of them uh, criticized President Trump. Oh, you lost me on that one. But if if because he supports the patriarchy, if it means criticizing Trump so I could get more boobs. On my eyesight, then yes, I do not support this president. I saw some uh, tweets using the hashtag Women's Equality Day, but I didn't know that was also Go Topless Day. At first, I was like, Women's Equality Day. And Mm. then I'm like, whoa. Go Topless. Now I understand the uh, the patriarchy that has existed all these years, Chris. I am ready to go. Mm. Ready. I just got to see if it's a different dates in other cities. I can't pull it up because our website is blocked, gotopless.org. He does not let it go. Even though I looked on my phone and it's just a list of dates. And even the videos are pixelated breasticles, but uh, gotopless.org is blocked. Because, you know, people don't want you to see that. Mind you, if I just go to Google search and type in women, there's all kinds of uh, explicit things that come up. But anyways, you know, I would give you those dates, but I can't pull it up. So, But you say you pull that up on your phone. I did. I did. Okay, then give us the dates. I have to go there now. I don't have it logged in. I pulled it up a few minutes ago. Well, you knew this entire morning you've been complaining about that site. You I'll just have tweet it. out a link to it. Okay. But it may be blocked at your company because it says go topless and they assume that, you know, whatever. Apparently the company does not want me to smash the patriarchy. They want the patriarchy in place. They're not letting me see the dates for the topless marches. Are yeah. you with me, Chris? Do you realize how men have ruined this country now? Do you realize how they've ruined it? Is it going to get me topless woman? Yes, that's okay, what I'm then saying. Then that's yes. the point. Yes, I'm in. I didn't realize it, but that's the way you smash the patriarchy mm. by showing your breasticles. Yes, it's free to nipple time. It, that's exactly it. Once you do that, the patriarchy is it's smashed. Smashed. If oh. you're a lady that you think yes. you've been kept down, if at any point yes. in your life you've been like, you know what, there's just gender inequality. If you feel that you've only made 78 cents on the dollar for your male counterparts, if any of these things existed, anything whatsoever, I say help smash the patriarchy and go topless today. Yeah, I support that. Have you ever noticed the, the problem with the bathrooms? No. What's wrong Many with? years ago, we used to have white bathrooms oh, yeah. and black yeah. bathrooms. Yeah. Don't we still have that today? Oh, male-female bathroom. Yes! 
It's time we get rid of those separate but equal, please. Mm. We smashed that, didn't we? We smashed the racism. Now it's time we smash the patriarchy. Who's with me? Ladies? Ladies? The morning blaze. Sorry, we didn't mean to offend you. Actually, yeah, we did. This is the morning blaze on the Blaze Radio Network. of common sense and comedy. This is The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. It's been an interesting show so far. Yeah. Covered a lot of grounds there. Yeah, we started... We smashed the patriarchy. Yeah. We uh, we talked about flatulence uh, Mm -hmm. to a great extent. And ESPN. And ESPN. Mm -hmm. So we, we have covered it all. We are, well, most of it. I think we're on track today. We're doing good. I we're getting so. it all in. Make sure to get your tweets in with the hashtag what I learned today. Also, don't forget to go to theblaze.teamearthwater.com. Theblaze.teamearthwater.com to sign up for your affiliate program or to be an affiliate today with their affiliate program. Theblaze.teamearthwater.com. What this is going to do when you sign up, it's pretty simple, is just give you a unique ID. One that says, People have ordered through me. They found out about the company through me. It's that simple. Once you have that and you've signed up, they're going to give you a 40% weekly commission for everybody that buys through you. You're like, oh, I've seen those programs over the years selling different things, Doc, and it doesn't. No, this works. They've worked in the past. It's just a matter of what you want to commit because a lot of those other programs, you got to have these parties and then you got to stock it, buy a bunch of the stock. And if you don't hit goals, then they're going to charge you for it. And you got to go deliver that stuff after you've sold and you've done everything else. Then you're like, oh, the shipment came in. Let me drive over to Sarah's house and Pete's house and John's house and Marge's house. And you just got to go and deliver all this and then sell more. Yep. You're doing all of these different things with Earthwater. You've got a great product. They just have to tell people about. All shipping and handling is done absolutely free via Amazon. So your customers aren't even paying it. You're just like, hey, Chris, let me show you this. See this? It's Earthwater. It's awesome. You want to buy some? Mm, yes. Here's the buy through here. You know why okay. you want to buy from me, by the why? way? Because uh, you get a discount. Oh. I mean, you can just go on and order anywhere. But if you mm. use through me, you'll get a discount. I like that. Done. And then you make a 40% weekly commission. It's an opportunity for you to make some side cash, maybe some big cash. It's at uh, theblaze.teamearthwater.com. Sign up today, theblaze.teamearthwater.com. A lot of tweets coming from, for example, like this Dude, one. People wanting to smash the patriarchy? A lot of people want to smash the patriarchy. Like Jack Cole Saddletram says, I support women going topless with both hands. See, I see what you did there. Support. Going there with both hands. I support it with both hands. Good yep, for you. Yep, yep. Good for you. You also got a C42 saying, Go Topless Day is the most genius patriotic conspiracy ever. Patriarchy? Yeah, that's what I said. Okay. And you know what? I, I, I'm tired of getting people making fun of my English because speaking ducks was like, Who is this Frida Nipple? Frida Nipple. No, she said Frida Nipple. I know, Frida I, Nipple. 
Because I want like that's you know, Sarah Gonzalez's porn name. Nope. No, that's not a that uh, no comment. Oh, okay, that's not going to work. No. Huh. Yeah. Uh, by the way, you're really bothered that that Speaking Duck has uh, criticized you. Yes, I am. You know that's his thing. How you know it's a he? Speaking Duck. It's a male. All ducks are male. No, no, no. He puts that in his profile. His uh, no, he doesn't. His personal pronouns are in the profile. No, Haven't you seen not. that? No, they're not. Oh, you got to go there and look at it. No, go there and uh, check it this out. This is a trick. You got to see it. No, they're not. No, they're Anyways, not. You know that's his thing, though. He criticizes. That's his thing. Yeah, but you know, maybe get a new thing. I like his thing. Of course you do. What it's do you mean? You. Okay, let's just move on. Do you have any more you want to share? No, not anymore. Wow, so triggered by this. Not triggered at all. You're very triggered by this. You know what? I'll let the audience decide. I'll let, oh. speak, I'll let Speaking Duck decide if you're triggered oh, by yeah, it. Yeah, because we know where that person is going to... That person? I do not know if it's a he or she. <clears throat> it's very... Uh, it makes you sound triggered when you say that. It's passive aggressive. All right. Like that, that's passive aggressive. No, I'm agreeing with you. I, but that in a passive aggressive way. So how would I... How can I move okay, on? Okay, now you're just aggressive. <laughs> First you were passive aggressive. Now you're being aggressive. Well, what's this? See, now you're, just, uh, now you're just changing the subject there. Hey, let's talk about this. We can just move on now. Okay, I'm ready. You sure? Okay. Do you want to go down the road again? No, I'm fine. Okay. We got new information on that shooter, uh, the mass well, the murderer, not mass murderer. I guess two is two mass. I don't know, but I think it is. I don't know what mass is. Is one more than mass? Anyways, the guy who uh, shot and killed two people and then himself at uh, Jacksonville Landing mm-hmm. and uh, on Sunday, he uh, was twice hospitalized for psychiatric, uh, in a psychiatric facility. Mm. Two times. Wow. He was prescribed antipsychotic and antidepressants. Mm. Not, not just antidepressants. Lots of people... Our normal, average, uh, well-functioning, not crazy people, not killing people that are on antidepressants. Lots of people. But the antipsychotic adds another element. And twice actually hospitalized in a psychiatric facility. Wow. Uh, Chris, what was the problem? Ultimately, why did that shoot? Was it the gun? No. Was it... uh, I'm sorry? Mental. Done. Done. We told you he had the crazy eyes. You could tell this kid was disturbed. You could see. You could see the pain in his face. Obviously had some problems. You can even end up in a psychiatric facility. You can do that. The fact that he was in multiple times and given those medications, and we don't know how long he was on them, what uh, specific reasons he ended up being institutionalized. We don't know how obvious crazy he was we don't know what things he did where parents are going you know what i think maybe was he cutting people was he cutting himself was he lighting stuff on fire did he threaten to kill people did he show other um aggressive behavior what was it something triggered it obviously the kid had some issues there now his parents disagreed on his care okay and his father claimed that as they were going through their divorce. Oh. Uh, yeah. 
That was, that was my next question. Yes. But I, okay. Okay. I'm not saying the divorce no. led to this. But, Lots of people go, but it I, don't adds think up. It, I don't think it helped it. It adds. If you put it on the big lids, it just adds up more numbers and numbers yes, and numbers. I don't think it helped it. No. Any. No. Right. No. So as he and his wife were going through what was described as a pretty uh, stressful, troubling oh, divorce. Uh, put it on the list. Easy one, put right. it on the list. <clears throat> the father claimed that his wife was exaggerating how sick his son was. Hmm. The, her claims that he's mentally ill. We need to put him in the hospital. Mm-hmm, he needs mm-hmm. an antipsychotic and antidepressants. Because it was part of a custody battle, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, add that to the list. Add that to the list. Uh, as part of the custody battle, she was like, no, this kid is troubled. Uh, they disagreed on the care. Hmm. She thought he was more seriously troubled. The father saw, thought he was, I guess, less, less troubled. Ser- yeah. Less serious? So, um, what do you think was right? Uh, mom. Uh, unless mom institutionalizing and whatever added yeah, to this. Added to this, yeah. That seems, even if it may have made it worse... You know, maybe it made him less social or he started believing he was, oh, I've been in an asylum a couple times. I don't think mom would have been able to institutionalize him twice and get him on both of those um, doses or types of medicine without there being some trigger, right? Yeah. Obviously had mental health issues. Wow. Hello. Yeah. I don't get it. Uh, Why are we not focusing on his mental health? Go down the list. Go down the list. The The Dark Knight in Aurora, Colorado. Not only had the crazy eyes, the guy was crazy. crazy. He was, I mean, I don't know if he had actually had treatment before. I want to say he did. But he had the crazy ranting manifestos. And you've seen him since at the trials and stuff. Oh, yeah. The craziest of... Worse. He, he's one of the most obvious crazy. And yes. I don't mean acting for the cameras no. so he gets a mental health, whatever. The guy nuts. color his hair. Yeah, he just nuts. Um, the uh, the guy with the uh, Sandy Hook, mm-hmm. how troubled was he? Oh. Same. Unbelievable. He, he and this kid would have been BFFs, man, if either one of them would have actually been around anybody and else. the Charleston one. Charleston. These are these are loners with, with issues. That's what this... Come on. Go down the list. It's the same. It's the same profile. When are we going to realize that? Uh, Parkland. Hello? How many times do they have to talk to him about this stuff? Parkland, yeah. If you people want to stop these mass murders from happening, stop bitching about the guns and realize it's about mental health. I don't know what the answer is with the mental health. I don't have it. But at least I've identified the true problem. What's at the center of all of this stuff? They are crazy. They've got issues. Are there lots of people with issues that don't do this? Yes. Even in their same demographic, same rough age group, go through similar things, exhibiting similar behaviors. There are probably hundreds of thousands, maybe millions of them in our country of 330 million people today that exhibit these behaviors that aren't actually going out and murdering people. But... I've at least identified what the common thread with all of these are. Let's figure out something. What's the answer? I don't know. I do not know. Because obviously this case saw treatment and obviously didn't work. Well, we don't know what else, you know, why he stopped, if they told him to stop, if he couldn't get help. Um, The the Parkland 
murderer we know was denied help. Would deny help, yes. He actually wanted additional help via the school he was going to, but um, they, they denied it. They played some games with, ah, oh, you can't go into that school, didn't tell him. According to the reports, that he was um, not able to get go to the school he wanted where he would get help or get help at the school he was going to, Parkland, um, Marjorie Stone Douglas. So at least we've identified the problem. Now let's figure out the solution to it. But of course, they're going to keep making it about the guns. And let's say for a moment, they would actually be able to completely get rid of the guns if they didn't exist. Would this level of crazy say, oh, well, I really wanted to murder a bunch of people, but um, I'm not nope. going to be able to do that now. He's you know what? I'm going to be good. F- he's going to find a way. Of course. He's he's, gonna they're going to find way. some way to get all of this done. That's why when a person is in suicide watch, they just put them in a white, clean room. Because <laughs> that person wants to kill themselves, they're going to kill themselves. Right. With no matter what, with this pencil, with this computer, with this desk. It's going to happen. With the wall. That's why the walls are padded. So that they don't hurt themselves. Of course, um, politicians, Dick Durbin was one of them, came out and uh, said, we have to stand up to the NRA and pass meaningful reforms. What does that mean, Doc? Meaningful reforms. I don't know what that means. They got to pass reforms in Congress. So the ones that have passed before were not meaningful? Well, they need more. The ones that were there meant something. They need more more meaningful. The hog kids uh, stress this, too. If you look at the the usual suspects, the hog kid, the uh, lesbian chick with him, um, who else? Alyssa Milano? Yeah, that's true. I was going to say the other Parkland kids, but no one knows who those other ones are. They've already, they're done. (laughs) Yeah, they're, yeah. Um, Alyssa Milano, politicians like Dick Durbin. Again, reforms, reforms, common sense gun laws, common Mm -hmm. sense. What are we missing? The kid we had on yesterday. Yeah. Uh, Tinbite. Tinbite. Nate Tinbite said um, that we need, uh, I can't think of the phrase he used, but again, something like common sense Mm -hmm. reforms. Like what? Well, he he wasn't an expert on it, he said, but we need something. What are those reforms? Because they, uh, Doc, he supports the Second Amendment, Mm -hmm. just like David Hogg. Mm -hmm. He absolutely does. He does not want to take your guns away from. Right. Which is just their talking point to stand up to it. Uh, to anybody that criticizes them. But they keep saying meaningful reforms. What reforms, Chris? Okay, let's go down that list and Seriously. say... And okay, say one of the things they always say... Background checks. Universal background checks. Done. Um, you know where the kid's from? Um, Boston, Maryland? No. Well, Maryland. Maryland, Maryland. Yeah, yeah Maryland. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you've looked at uh, Maryland's gun laws yet. I thought they were very progressive about Yes, very, very restrictive. They yeah. say progressive, but that means restrictive, yes. yes. Uh, they have universal background checks there. Oh! Mm-hmm. All right, well, I'll check that one off the list because according to David Hogg and the lesbian thing, mm-hmm. um, that's supposed to work. Yeah. They had, uh, let's, go, let's go down the list here. Okay. So in Maryland, they have universal background checks. Okay. They have um, restrictions on magazines. Oh. They, they've already passed all of those. They've already passed that. Okay, you know, because so. no one needs uh, uh, that many rounds. rounds. No one needs that need like magazine. Two. They have, uh, you have to register, of course. You have okay. to go through the gun okay. licensing process. Okay. They have okay. all that. At the uh, landing mm-hmm. in Jacksonville, mm-hmm. they have, uh, it's a gun-free zone. Yeah, because you got the uh, uh-huh. conduct rules. Yeah, of the They landing. have all of those. Uh-huh. And he... Um, had been institutionalized oh. at least twice and on antidepressants and antipsychiatric oh, medications at times. Okay. You know what? This one could, Anti-psychotic, excuse this me. This one could feel and say, see, 
That's why we need to take guns out of people's home when they're taking medications. Is that it? Is that, is that, tell me, I mean, I'm looking for their explanation what those meaningful or common sense reforms are. Well, here's the thing. Is on that, that one. it? That one's not going to work because remember Connecticut, they took the guns away. Oh, that's Remember right. that one? It, he stole the guns he from his mom. He stole the guns from a mom. He was on medication. He was not allowed yeah, to have and guns. Sand, Sandy Hook, he was not allowed to. No. His mom had him and he stole yep. them from her. And if I remember right, they were under lock and key. Yep. So... That didn't work either. Gonna, Hold on. Let me so take those again, out. What, what are you doing here? We don't even know how he got the gun. It's no. not been reported yet. We don't know. So there might be something there. But was there a breakdown? Did somebody sell it to him that, that shouldn't have? Did he steal it? So what common sense, meaningful reforms? I don't know. I'm honestly thinking here. I do not know. I don't think there's any from what we already have. So when they say universal background checks, they mean get rid of that. <gasps> gun show loophole oh yeah that's a very- the, the gun show loophole in case you don't know and most of our audience probably does it's that private sellers can sell guns between themselves so i would be able to sell a legal gun to chris cruz mm-hmm. chris cruz would be able to buy for me or legally sell to me if you say you have to get background checks for that <clears throat> aside from that being um it's it's a logistical nightmare how do you, how do you enforce how do you that? Do that? Yeah. And what about gifting a gun? And that's what, that was my second. What about thought, borrowing like, a gun? Do mm. I have to, a, a universal background check to let you borrow my gun to go hunting this weekend? Mm. Doc, you got that new uh, rifle, and I want to go hunting, Can and I'm borrow? taking my kids, and we don't have enough guns. You don't have enough guns? Sure, absolutely, Chris. Here you go. Oh, hang on a second. Let me go through a background. I'm going to need to yeah. fingerprint you. Sit right here. Uh, I'll turn. You know, we'll do it. Mm-hmm. And, and and who do I go through? What is that? Does that go through? So I have information I can just put in the computer to go through yeah, the FBI. So and and it's up to me then to say, okay, Chris, I'm sorry, I can't sell this to you here. It's right. But I just need to borrow it. You don't have to sell uh, it. I'm somebody. not going to let you borrow it here because of this. People are going to do that. Stop no, it. It's logistically yes. impossible to do. It is the straw man that they keep putting up there that if you got rid of the so-called gun show loophole, as they put it, let's say you got... And again, they have universal background checks. That's what they keep saying. But they mean to include private sellers. If you did that, would this stop this? No. No. Because as we said, the guy in Sandy Hook stole the gun anyway. Many others have. Yeah. What would they say then? Mm -hmm. Imagine this. We said, fine. You know what? The hell with you, Hog Kid and Dick Durbin and everybody else. Fine. What do you want? Get rid of that gun show loophole. Fine. Done. You go ahead and write how that should be. Yes. Done. Put it in place. What a stricter, even lesser number of rounds in a magazine. Done. Done. Smaller. Great. Done. We do all of that. Would this stop this from happening? No. We ban AR-15s, Chris. We ban them completely. If we went door to door. And took them all. And took every one. And again, every other thing that they've suggested like that. Would they say, okay, good, good to go? No, because people would still be shot in this way. There would still be murders, guns or other. And then they, what would they come up with then? They would have to go to gun confiscation. We need more control. They would have to do that. They will not let it look at it because they just wring their hands. They do not want solutions. Mm -hmm. They want their progressive ideology. I'm looking for solutions. You want to protect people? That you could protect people without getting rid of other people's guns, right? Again, 
bulletproof glass, metal detectors, things like this will help. We know that. So why not do that? Why have they not done that in schools? Because they don't want protection. And you know what? I'm even going to challenge them on this. They like these shootings. They want these shootings. They secretly get off. That little hog kid you know rolls around in the crap that is these murders whenever he sees it because it gives him ammunition for his progressive ideology. He then gets to take to social media and attack Marco Rubio and Governor Scott in Florida. He gets to use that for his anti-Republican campaign. That's really what he's doing. You don't think he gets off on the blood? You know he does. When he sees those while we stand with you, it's a drug for him. It's addictive. He's using it, and it's disgraceful. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. The Blaze Radio Network. most culturally diverse morning show on the radio hosted by a white guy it's the morning blaze with doc thompson in cleo michigan the schools there are uh, doing something a little different to uh, to help the students as i mean we still have this threat we know that's become a thing where a lot of people yeah. want to copycat to get attention any school district could have this happen. Anywhere could happen yeah. today. But you know they love to use shoot up schools now to try to murder people. But Cleo, Michigan is doing something different, Chris. We've doing? given suggestions to protect the students. How, okay. how would people do that? What, what do we suggest? Uh, we've done the metal detectors. We've done the bulletproof windows. We've done arming the teachers. Uh, Better, more resource officers, resource stuff officers, like this. Yes. They're doing something a little different. Every school is going to have a safety bucket. Not another rock bucket. Do not say another rock Another bucket. what? Rock bucket. No, no, oh, no. Okay, okay. Not a rock bucket. It's a safety bucket, and it's filled with uh, gauze and stuff. So a first aid kit? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So schools do not have first aid kits? Uh, they do, but this now every classroom is going to be filled with gauze, bandages, which is kind of redundant, it is. and water, they say. What's with the water? In case of an emergency. Of What? What are you talking about? Of a shooting? Yeah. What are you going to do? Drench the shooter? No, I mean, you may get thirsty if you're held uh, held up in there or something. Yeah, at that point, I don't give a crap if I'm thirsty. See, uh, Cleo's principal, Lisa Taylor, says, Lisa, Lisa Taylor, <laughs> says that her school um, has been trained in ALICE. Who's ALICE? That's an acronym. Alert, Lockdown, Inform, Counter, Evacuate. And these buckets will continue to help students feel more comfortable. Because, oh, you idiots. Feeling is not going to save your life. Yes, they'll feel more comfortable. So that that's going to save their life. The yes. Feeling. Don't Those, you want to feel more comfortable in school? No, I want to be safe in school, not feel It's safe. a safety bucket, Chris, and say if something goes wrong. Okay. Okay, here it is. Let's say a shooter busts in and shoots up, God forbid, one of the schools in Cleo. Okay. And people are, are laying there. Okay. Some of them dead, some of them wounded. Okay. If you're there, if you're Mm -hmm. in one of these classrooms and you're Mm -hmm. huddled and you're like, oh, he's coming down the hall. It's getting closer. Mm -hmm. What one thing do you want at that moment? A gun. What? A gun. A gun? The shooter's coming down the hall, getting ready to come in your What do you want? A gun. 
a safety. And vest. what are you going to do with those things? Uh, shoot at him, and then no, you know, you're have not a getting it, Chris. The one thing you want is gauze. For, did he shoot so me? When, so when he shoots you, yeah, but I don't want to be able to. No, 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 no. I don't want to be shot, so I'm going to shoot him first if I have a gun. So you, you don't want have to it like the, you want it like the Wild West. Is that what you, you want? If I'm defending myself, yes. You want it like the Wild West. Yes. And then what? You shoot him? Yes. And then he he's dead? Yes. I don't think... You're just not getting this, Chris. You're not getting it. I don't it. think this Cleo School is getting I don't it. Think, you know what? Let's hear what the people say okay. on uh, Twitter. Hashtag what I learned today. Listen, if you get the need for gauze, I mean, you definitely want to support Patriot Mobile. Because they're out there supporting the things that you support. No. Like the, This is the NRA's big plan now. This is not I think the this NRA. is NRA no, compliant. I hope not. You don't think so? I hope not. Patriot Mobile is out there fighting and supporting the causes uh, that you support as well. Things like the NRA and uh, Gun Owners of America. Two great organizations. The Heritage Foundation, another one. Susan B. Anthony List. Uh, to promote conservative change. They take a little bit of the money they make every month when you pay your bill, and they give it to these conservative organizations. They're the only non-progressive mobile company in America today. It's no extra cost to you, and it's doing good with your money. And they have great deals. Right now, unlimited talk and text plans start at just $20 a month. You can get iPhones for as little as $4 a month, various models, but it's while supplies last. Go to patriotmobile.com slash doc today. patriotmobile.com slash doc and sign up and be standing with the NRA. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network. Hey, it's Doc Thompson. If you like what you hear on the program, you should check out Pat Gray Unleashed. The podcast is available wherever you download your favorite podcasts. Eight 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 nine hundred thirty three ninety three. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. All right, I'm confident the audience is getting what you're not getting, Chris. Uh, the the need for these buckets in Cleo, Michigan. Nope. I think the only mistake they're making is not also having a bucket of rocks like that school in Pennsylvania was <laughs> yes. planning on. Yes. Because when they come in, you just chuck the no, rock at no, it. No, you give me a gun and I'm going to shoot. Chris, which would you rather have, a gun or gun. a rock? Gun. No, I mean, if someone comes gun. at you with a gun. Gun. No, hang on. If they come at you with a gun. I'm taking a gun and shoot them right in the face. No, the, you want a rock. I want a gun and I'm going to pop in the face, pop in the Let face. Let me ask you. Pop in the face. You were in the military. In the face. You, you fired many types of firearms yes. many times. Yes. Can guns jam? Yes, yes, Doc. Okay. Can rocks jam? No. Dad, don't. But here's the thing. Rocks are 100% reliable. Bam, out. Guns can jam. They're not 100%. A rock is 100%. Boom. Yeah, but chuck it and go. Yeah, but when I chuck the rock, he's going to shoot me and kill me. So I don't want uh, that. Yeah, maybe shoots and kills you, but if you have gauze, boom, you're good to go. Yeah, but see, the whole point of this is being proactive. It stops that blood right up. You know, I want my Boom. Out. Oh, you're dead. Okay, let's see if the audience is getting it, because I don't think they're, you're getting uh, it. TJ Toppin say, maybe instead of a safety bucket, get a safety trigger. Oh, no. Safety tiger so kids can cuddle with it so it can feel safe. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yes. Wild animals in the front of every classroom. Mm. Unchained lions and tigers. 
Okay. You, you, Shooter comes down the hall, okay, opens okay. the door. What happens? Scraw! Tiger jumps on him. Boom. Done. Eats him right there. Okay, but I still feel comfortable with a gun. Like, I will, so, I will say yes to that. Just in case he kills the tiger, boom, my gun just kills him. So, now I think here's what we do. Everyone's sitting in their class, okay, right? Okay, and the okay. teacher's teaching up front, and right mm-hmm, by the door is mm-hmm. this wild, loose tiger. Just laying there right by the yeah, door. Yeah, but, but then and what then, about if you want to go to like the hallway to go to the mean? bathroom? You just go. Yeah, but the tiger does the not. The tiger just lets you go. Uh, it does not work out. We way. train the tiger. So now we're training tigers to <laughs> reckon. Hold on, hold I'm on. Just no, 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 no. I, I'm not going to let you get that one. So you want to train tigers right. to recognize yes. this kid. It's okay to yes. let go to the bathroom. <laughs> that kid with the AR-15, yes. kill, kill, kill. Eat him. Just rah. No. Because I think tiger beats AR-15. No, they no. Are you sure? I'm sure. A no. bullet's still faster and then than a tiger. Whoever was has that point. Then the tiger doubles as emotional support animal. So Dude. the tiger goes like raw and just rips the kid apart. Just chomps down on his flesh. Just eats him right there. And the kids are like, "Oh, he had a gun. He had a gun." And as soon as the tiger is done, and he's still got the flesh and blood on his whiskers and stuff, mm-hmm. just. They, oh, big tiger hug. And you feel better. It's instant support for the people who just witnessed this horrific thing. No. I think we're on to something. Tiger or lions? You could probably try both. I would take a tiger over a lion, though. Tiger's bigger. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Heavier. Yes. Yeah. Especially if it's from, like, Asia over there. You do jaguar, they're faster. Hmm. A tiger's going to be more effective. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you theme them. What do you mean? Like, what's your school's mascot? Are you the tigers? Mm. You don't want to have a lion if you're the tigers. What if you're a hawk? You, you, the hawk, those are birds of prey. Uh, what, about, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, what about the Vikings? Okay, you get some big Nordic dude to stand there. I don't care. I'm just the saying. The unicorn. We had a school named <clears throat> Moscow was a unicorn. Listen, they're getting their ass kicked regardless. If your theme is the unicorns... You're getting your ass kicked anyways. The bumblebees. What are they going to get? Okay, you train the bumblebees. Swarms of bumblebees. To do what? To attack. Lots of people are killed by bee stings. What about the cougars? Cougar. You get a cougar. The animal or the female? You can get both. Listen, you could have, you know, maybe uh, those chicks that were on Friends. You could rent them out. They're all cougars now, aren't they? Now we're renting cougars? You could rent them. Maybe they'd be willing to volunteer their time. You know, it's not like they're doing a whole lot of movies right now, you know. <laughs> they got time. They could take time. It's like a tag team thing. You know, Jennifer Aniston is sitting by your door. She's like, hey, hey, how's it going? And then some kid comes in and she starts ripping his flesh. You know, like this. I'm just saying it's a possibility. I don't have all the answers, Chris. I'm just throwing I'm out tr- something. At least it's beyond just get rid of the guns. You know, uh, Cena Avenger saying, I think Chris is missing the most important question is the gauze Band-Aid brand or Walgreens band brand? I don't know. I think that's yet to be decided. We do know the Buckets brand. Yeah, Walmart um, <laughs> in Clio, Michigan, and I do have some more details in the story. <laughs> Clio, Michigan, the buckets were donated by Walmart, but they were not filled. Oh, well, I hope they weren't. It's a lot of delivery. Heavy no, no, delivery. No, no, no. So the buckets were donated, but Clio schools were looking for help. 
from the public mm. in filling the buckets. Mm. So you know how you got stuffed the bus with supplies? Yes. They do that, but they're also doing fill the buckets. And they were asking specifically, according to the principles, uh, gauze, bandages, and water. But there could be other things. Is it <clears throat> bottles of water or, hey, fill the the bucket with water? I is don't it, know. Is it loose water or is it... I don't know. I don't know if it's in another container. Like, you know, I just, oh man, I got two drops left of this water. Let me go by Cleo's school just district and just dump that, you know. Yeah, because then now, the, the gauze would be wet then. That's what so I'm that saying. Do you, like do you put it all in one with the gauzes and, and the I'm going to say probably bottles water. of water. Okay. But I got to tell you, if I'm sitting in that classroom and I'm thirsty someday, I'm busting in that and getting a bottle of water. Oh, 100%. Yeah, that, I don't think that water is going to no, last. No, that, that's not going to last. And if I ever have like a little cut or something from a locker, oh, I'm getting it. I'm going to go ahead and use, use that I tried to stuff. open those first eight kids. I know. They're, they're very difficult. difficult. They are. So there could be those things. They were looking for help stuffing it. Now, according to one of the principals, she said, we're going to use them. Now, I've laid out some of the scenarios. Okay. People are shot. She said, we're go- also going to use them as food and supplies so apparently they need food too. Okay. Food and supplies if we're ever locked down for a long time. How long do they expect to be in there? No, you know, here's the thing, sweetheart. You know, you know if you don't want to be stuck in there uh-huh. for a long time, uh-huh. you have a gun, you shoot the shooter right in the face why and it's done. Why why does it always go back to violence with you? It is uh you meet violence with violence when it comes to a shooter in your school. Oh, you idiots are missing the point. What if they're there for a long time? You know, you shoot it. You know, you know, a lot of these shooters yes. have been in the schools yes. and taken yes. them hostages yes. for like months at a time. No. Er, no. Weeks at a time. No. Days at a. Maybe minutes. Yeah, most of them are getting shot or shoot them. Okay, in those minutes. Okay. Right, Chris, here it is. You're held up in your classroom, huddled together with others. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you hear the shooter coming mm-hmm. down the hall. Okay, I'm, I'm right? there. You've been held up there for Got like it. five minutes. Got it. And you're there and you're like, Ooh, I could lunch. die at any second, any second. And I'm really hungry. Really? I didn't make lunches next period. I don't think Maybe there's were. some like little crackers or something in there. <laughs> and you bust that open and there you are. You get to die not on a full stomach, but at least you're not, you know. See, here's the thing. Really I don't, hungry. I don't want to die. So again, I'll go back. A shooter, boom, my gun out, boom, right on the face. Hmm. Um, they said they, um, the nice thing is. You getting choked up or what is going on? Yes, I'm very choked up by this. Okay. I think you will be too. Okay. <laughs> Just the thought. Of being in this situation, Chris. Okay, okay. This shows how serious they are okay. and how awful it would be to be in this situation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that it's really choking me up. Mm-hmm. They suggested that these buckets could be used for something else as well. In those cases where you're held up in there for long periods of time. No, dog. <laughs> Gonna poop and pee in there? <laughs> You idiots. So now you... Chris, if you're stuck in there and you had the crackers and you had the water and and it's like another three minutes he's coming down the hall, what are you expected to hold it? Yes. You're going to hold it. Be an adult. You're going to hold it. I have to pee literally right now. You don't see me peeing on the bucket that I have next to me. You wouldn't have to if that just became standard. So they can I don't want it. that to be a standard. What are you talking about? I do not want kids to Have poop. Have you ever been in a school? Yes. 
I mean a school that's shot up during a shooting. Oh, no. David Hogg has. He knows what it's like. Hmm. And he knows what it's like when you're there and you have to go to the bathroom, I'm sure. Again, all this could be avoided if you just get me with a gun. Just as I shooter, boom, done. All right, guys. Back to class. So these are like five-gallon buckets. Yes. You've seen those. You know, they got lids on them. Yes. So donated by Walmart, say Walmart on them, whatever. And they're going to fill those with... Remember, every classroom, Gosses, 144. Water, food. That we know of. That we know of. Gauze, bandages, water, food, um, other first aid supplies. Yeah. Alcohol, probably. Something like that, yeah. Um, Wipes. Maybe some sort of tool. Yeah. You know, something like that. You mean a teacher? No, no, no. Like a tool, like oh. a like some sort of uh, Another like tool. Swiss Army type knife that you could like pry well, out a bullet or something like that. Oh. Wow. Look at you. I mean, will they put knives in there? I mean, no. that could be a tool for how are you going to cut the gauze? Uh, scissors. Okay, how are you going to dig a bullet out? Uh, tweezers. Yes. They'll put tweezers in, something yeah. like that, maybe the scissors or something yeah. like that. Okay, so we'll put all that in there. Uh, wow, that's that's going to uh, fill up pretty quick. That, with bottles of kid, waters alone. How many kids in average classroom? I would say about <clears throat> between 30 to 50 kids. Usually around 30. Yeah. Sometimes a little less. They'll tell you, oh, classroom's getting too big. It's 32 students. Yeah. So let's say 30. Okay. okay. 30 bottles of water plus yeah. the teacher. Yeah. So It'll there will f- not be a bottle of water for everybody. Uh, max, you can fix maybe like five bottles of water. Maybe it's those half bottles of water so you'll get more. Ten. Okay. So let's say you get uh, like the little 10-ounce or 8-ounce yes. ones. Okay. You're going to get 30 of them? No. So let's say you get half of them in there. So okay. only half the kids get it. It was just... I'm really parched. I'm laying here dying. Sorry, it's not Fine. enough to go around. Mm. And then what? Little crackers or something for everybody? Yeah. Again, not all going to fit no. in that bucket. Maybe one package. You're not even going to have room for the gauze. No. Not even for one Band-Aid. It's only a five-gallon bu- uh, bucket. Right. So it seems like they probably should have several buckets is what I'm thinking. You have a gauze bucket. Just my suggestion. A gauze bucket. You got a water bucket. It You're probably going to need several water buckets. I'm, I'm, uh, it's kind of adding up. Maybe it- you could just... Not put the water in the buckets. Then what's the purpose just, of the bucket? You put the gauze and everything in. And you mm. can just stack the, the cases can... of water in the back. Yeah, I don't think that's how that works. It's supposed to go in the bucket. It's for the bucket. Why? And just don't, I mean, why do you need the bucket? Uh, how is you going to protect this from the environment? You just put it on a shelf. You just put it in no. a bag. Uh, that's the old ways. It's and always it, been on a shelf. And as far as use the buckets to go to the bathroom... Don't most classrooms have a garbage can? No. Couldn't use that? In a That's for garbage. This is for other waste situations. Okay. okay. I'm just wondering. It seems like a good idea to me. Does it? Seems like a great idea. Again, I go back. The best idea is just, you know, say, hey, Walmart, thank you so much for the buckets. Mm-hmm. We don't need them. Maybe give them to, you know, uh, homeless people. Um, we just got to have guns. Guns mm-hmm. meets guns equals good guy mm-hmm. wins. Mm-hmm. I'm just thinking maybe rocks and then the bucket. Um, according to uh, some of the, uh, to one parent, this may be, yeah, one of the parents. I mean, when you look at our kids, my daughter goes to Cleo. I have a high schooler and another one in elementary. And I look at this as a parent too. So I think it's a parent mm-hmm. slash teacher. Mm-hmm. I want our students to come here and feel like, wow, I feel like I'm safe. You know, you can only live for today, but anything can happen. There it is, Chris. There it is.
Nope. I still want my gun. So you're rejecting the tiger plan then? I'm rejecting the tiger, the bucket, the rock. Why rocks. would you settle on just on one? Why wouldn't we do all of them? What do you mean? Why wouldn't we do all of these things? Because we, I want the most effective one to meet with whatever threat there's in school. Okay. And so far the so most... So let's go with your crazy gun thing. Okay. Where you want more guns. That's just weird. But okay. You want more guns. You okay. do that. Then you want bulletproof and glass and the detectors and you do all that. Why wouldn't you also say, let's put a couple of buckets of rocks? For what? Just in case. For what? In case the gun jams. In you case keep talking about these jamming guns. They, they jam all the time. No, they That's don't, They jam just randomly You clean jamming. your gun. You do regular maintenance cleaning. Your gun is not, uh, not going to jam at all. Let's say they do. Wouldn't you no, want the rocks okay. just in case? So Would, let's, wouldn't that make you feel better? No, it, it would piss me off. And then also buckets of like gauze and For a bucket what? of water in case something happens. You do know. And you know that big box. Train like, tiger. Why would you do all of them? The ambulance all has all that. I'm just saying we should also. Why would you? Why not do it, Chris? Because it's stupid. If it saves doc. just one life. Okay, I'll give you that. But here's the thing. The gun will save more lives than a bucket, a water bucket. So maybe the gun saves a lot of lives, but the bucket of rocks saved one life. No, it didn't. And the water saves like a thirsty person. I mean, why not just go ahead and put it in It's a rock, paper, scissors. Gun will always beat all of them. Okay, I'm not sure that applies, but okay, good, good, good. Just throw yes, it on. It just it. I don't know why you want to limit yourself. I, I do want to limit myself to having a gun to shoot the shooter. Let me ask you something. Have you been trained yes. in education? No. Do you have your teaching certificate? Not for teaching. Whatever they're teaching. There it is. I could teach a dog. The people who've suggested this are principals and teachers. Yeah. Who have their teaching certificates, Chris. And I know guns. They're licensed to teach. And I know teach. police training. They're licensed to teach, Chris. Yeah. Let's keep them teaching. Let me help them out give them some security you know, a- advice. No, the teaching is umbrella over the school. They know all about they schools. Do. Everything. They do. Well, obviously, they don't know how to protect kids because, sadly, we have kids die uh-huh. in school. Cleo does with gauze. That's what you're not getting here. They're getting it done. Oh, but yeah, listen, if you uh, disagree with Chris, let him know. Hashtag what I learned today. It's at Real Chris Cruz at uh, Doc Thompson Show. RidUZone is waiting for you at RidUZone.com. Buy the RidUZone, lose weight. Bottom line, it's effective. It works. It's new. This is not something that's been around for a long time. Are you, are you on the cabbage diet? Oh. Have, are you familiar with some of the crazy diets over the years? I, the I've cabbage heard, soup diet. Uh, oh, uh, isn't that the same one as the orange diet where you've boiled the orange peels and drink the juice out of the that's orange a, peels? That's a different one. Oh, but yeah, okay. That's but it. it's not the same? Kinda, yeah. Okay. Here's the thing. Um, if you drink nothing but water of course but, you with boiled oranges... <laughs> You're going to lose weight. Of course you're going to lose weight. There's no calories in that. You're going to lose weight. You know what's in cabbage soup? Water. Water. And a little bit of roughage. That's it. You're going to lose weight. Yes, you are. I guarantee you could eat You could eat gallons and you could eat five-gallon buckets of that. Yes. That you pour in after you put the gauze, gauze, take the gauze, pour it in. The, yeah. You could do this and you're going to lose weight. Yes. You will. There's nothing to it. But for the rest of us that are hungry and can't just drink water, try RidUZone.
you will lose weight. It's based on new tech. It's not some weird drug or something that Big Pharma has come up with to keep you on this for 100 years that has far more downside than upside to it, all kinds of weird diseases it causes. This is something that's natural, that's already found in your body and in nature. It's just in concentrated amounts. It's going to go ahead and boost up your metabolism so you burn more and you're going to feel fuller. Bottom line, Riduzone works. Try it today. Riduzone.com. That's Riduzone.com. You are listening to the smooth sounds of the morning blaze with Doc Thompson. On the Blaze Radio Network! diverse morning show on the radio hosted by a white guy this is the morning blaze with doc thompson so over the weekend when uh, dana lash remember her who dana lash remember dana i remember dana loge dana loge yes, yeah she whatever yeah I remember a her. fine lady yes fine lady and a uh, trusted colleague yes Love the Dana Lash. Very nice lady. Um, always treated me very well. Yeah. We had a fine relationship. I fill in on a radio show you now do. and then. You do. Um, we're not, you know, in contact constantly, no. but I respect uh, what Dana has accomplished yes. and what she does, and she's very good at what she oh, does. Oh, she is good. Dana is a good spokesman for the NRA. And yes. although I wish we would all back off from the immediate responses... Dana does, it's, it's part of her job because instantly people call out the NRA. Where's the NRA? So she tweets stuff out, mm-hmm. posts other stuff on other social mm-hmm. media sites. And she immediately, after people started calling out the NRA and stuff, mm-hmm. defended the NRA and the Second Amendment and said, listen, this was a gun-free zone. We're sorry. You know, I'm sorry this happened. The standard, you know, setting the record mm-hmm. straight. <clears throat> some people had some trouble with her. Yes. Many people called her the C-word. A lot of people called her the C-word. Many called her the feckless C-word. Yes. Uh, Many people wished for her to get shot. Yes. Lots of people wished for her children to get slaughtered. Yes. The irony on that one. Yeah, the people that are saying, I am so angry because you support issues and rights and that that I believe are leading to the deaths of children. Therefore, I hope your children get killed. Blood money, blood money. See, that seems um, hypocritical. Very. If you really care, if you really are about love, you wouldn't wish for somebody's children no. to get murdered. Not children, no. Uh, one person says Dana, quote, has to have her children murdered. Mm. Another one says the only way these people, referring to Dana and others mm-hmm. like her, like, like us, her. Mm-hmm. will learn is if it affects them directly. Oh, Meaning they or someone they know Mm -hmm. is murdered. Someone else put, so if Dana Lash has to have her children murdered before she'll understand, I guess that's what needs to happen. Hmm. Those are just a couple of examples. Those are quotes, by the way. Yeah. Just a couple. There were many more. So some other people, some conservatives or people that like Dana support the Second Amendment or Mm -hmm. just common sense folks who believe that wishing someone's children murdered or threatening is wrong, said, hey, Twitter. Yes. You've banned people for the slightest. For less. Possible. Seeming violence. Satire. You've nailed people for that. Blocked their accounts. Shut them down. Mm -hmm. And people said, hey, Twitter, what up? 
Twitter responded about those that I just shared with mm-hmm, you. Mm-hmm. After carefully reviewing them, mm. there's no violation of the Twitter rules oh. against abusive behavior. Really? So calling for the death of her <clears throat> kids, people like her that support their kids, that is not called for violence? Again, let me share this with you. Quote, so if Dana Lash has to have her children murdered before she'll understand, I guess that's what needs to happen. That was not against the Twitter rules for abusive behavior. Unbelievable. And the media started picking up on this, and this started going viral. Mm. People started saying, hey, Twitter, let's compare that with other people you have blocked. How did that work out for them, Doc Thompson? Twitter re-reviewed the tweets and and reversed their decision. (gasps) Which is an even bigger indicator that we have a problem. Yes. It took re-reviewing. They wrote, we have re-reviewed the account you reported and have locked it because we found it to be in violation of the Twitter rules. This is what they um, wrote in an email to uh, uh, Dana's husband, Chris. Mm. You may not uh, make specific threats of violence or wish for the serious physical harm, death or disease of an individual or group of people, according to their rules. That's according to the Twitter rules, yet... They initially did not find those tweets in violation. Now I ask you, what's going on in the world? Twitter, how dare you? It's one thing to block conservative voices. It's one thing to say we have different metrics and start from a different place. But these are your rules and you're not enforcing them against conservatives? The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Part of the next generation of talk radio. This is the Blaze Radio Network. Get the uh, tweets in with the hashtag what I learned today. Got to remind you about Minostalgia Wild Rice waiting for you at blazewildrice.com. It's waiting at blazewildrice.com. Get it today, and uh, you can try the sampler packs. There's a special promo code for you. It's TRY10, TRY10 at blazewildrice.com to try all of their wonderful products. The wild rice, the syrups, the jellies, the jams, the whipped honey. Remember, it's that only native grain from North America that's uber healthy for you. It starts with that and then extends to all of those edible memories from the north woods of Minnesota. This is something that should be a part of your diet if you're trying to eat right and live right and be healthier. Even lose weight. You're trying to keep the kids on. On track try it today the waffles are great because you can make those up ahead of time and leave them in the re- uh, freezer look at the nutritional content of ego waffles the other freezer waffles have you looked at the nutritional content it's non-existent 
The packaging, probably. I'm not exaggerating. You got a handful of vitamins in there, no significant amounts. There's no dietary fiber in them. These things are not healthy at all. And we just hand them to the kids and out the door. They're getting no nutrition. You can make up um, uh, the Minostalgia Wild Rice rice Waffles. Make all different flavors. Make them up ahead of time. Leave them in the freezer. And the kids are eating really healthy. And they are delicious. It takes a little bit of effort to make them. Sure. Sure. It's not as simple as just buying them, but they're healthier and they're going to be more economical. They're going to be cheaper for you if you're willing to put in the time. Just go to blazewildrice.com, blazewildrice.com. Don't forget the promo code TRY10 to get 10% off all of these sampler packs. Blazewildrice.com. Dave Pilkey joining us now. He is, uh, you may know him from uh, Captain Underpants, the creative of Captain Underpants, and now has a uh, new book out as well. Dave, how are you, sir? I'm doing well. How are you doing, Doc? I'm doing real well. What's your uh, new book? Uh, the new book is called Dogman, Lord of the Fleas. Now, this is a series, right? It is a series. This is the fifth book in the series. I, I love your story. Most people know you, like I said, from Captain Underpants, probably, and you got the Captain Underpants movie. Um, but your story of how you became an artist is amazing. You were a kid who spent a lot of time in the hall. That's right. Yeah, I um, I was diagnosed with extreme hyperactivity, which is what they now call ADHD. And my teacher didn't know what to do with me, so she moved a little empty desk out into the hallway, and that's where I spent a good portion of my childhood sitting out in the hall. That is such a bad story and such a good story together. I mean, they treated it by just saying, "Let's move you out in the hall." That didn't seem real effective, did it? Well, you know, back in those days, I don't think that they had very many resources resources for me yeah they didn't really quite know what to do with with me and they they needed to get their jobs done and i was preventing that so they moved me out but i think the the ice the silver lining of that story is that i it gave me some time to to think about stories and about storytelling and i started writing my own graphic novels and that's where i created the characters of not only captain underpants but of dogman as well that's really, really cool. What were you thinking as a kid? As a, did you feel like a bad kid always being out in the hall? Did, did it play on your self-esteem at all? It actually did a little bit. I, I think yeah. because, you know, I was always getting yelled at. And, um, and one of the problems with ADHD is you, you can't really control yourself, even if you want to, even if you try really, really hard. Sometimes it's very, very difficult. And so, yeah, I did feel like a bad kid, but... But very, very fortunately, I had two wonderful parents who loved me very much, and they they encouraged me to look on the bright side and to be optimistic. And That's I think awesome. that really made a big change. For so me. you're out there in the hall, and you start putting pen to paper, and you come up with these ideas. And you actually uh, started creating your first comics pretty young, right? Yeah, yeah. I was I've been drawing my whole life, but actually the comics started in in, in about the second grade. In the second grade. So you start drawing those. What did your parents say? Did they see that this was helping you, your passion for it? They did. My parents were very encouraging. My teachers weren't real happy with the comics. Sometimes they would rip them up because they were distracting because the kids would pass them around the classroom. But my parents uh, really loved my comics, and they really wanted to encourage me. So they, they asked me to, to uh create a character just for them and so i would make comics for them i was not allowed to bring them to school because they didn't want them to get lost or torn up um and when i became a professional they gave me they gave me back all the comics they had saved them in pristine condition and they're 
they're some of the only artwork from my childhood that actually survived. Dave, that is such a cool story. And your parents, I mean, the way they handled that's really pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah. I, my mom especially was very, very optimistic. And I think her encouraging me to always look for the good in every situation, to try to take every bad situation in my life and look for the good, try to try to get something good out of it. I think that really influenced me. It still influences me today. So do you have kids? No, I don't. That's I'm. I'm just wondering because you're such amazing insight to parenting, parenting because of that, and obviously with your comics, because so many kids love what you've produced. Oh, thank you, Doc. Yeah, I feel like I have kids all over the world because um, my readers are very, very special to me. Well, one of the readers that you have is my son, and I got to know your work through my son. And it's really interesting because as I hear your story, you know, spoiler alert, but isn't that the same kind of storyline of Captain Underpants? Well, it is, actually. Uh, the, the two boys from the Captain Underpants series were based on me as a child. Uh, George and Harold, they both have ADHD as well. And they're always getting in trouble. <laughs> because always... it's drawn to the comic books. <laughs> right, right. The comic books and the pranks and just the, over, uh, the, the silliness that you know, is very typical of kids that age. It's funny because I've heard that said about a lot of authors that it's not just pouring your ideas into characters. There's also a little bit of, of everybody, uh, of every character that an author writes. There's something in it that you identify because it's what you know. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think that's true. I, it, uh, most of the characters that I write about are either based on myself a little bit or based on people that I've, I've grown up with or people that I've known. So Dog, where does Dogman yeah. come from? Yeah. Since Captain Underpants was uh, you, know, you, where does Dogman come from? Well, Dogman was actually the f- very first character that I, that I remember creating when I was a kid. Um, he was more of a, a regular dog who <laughs> he kept getting struck by lightning. I, every time like, a, a plane was about to crash, he would just, for some reason, get struck by lightning, and then he could be, be this superhero, and he, a cape would magically appear, and he'd save the plane, and, and then he'd go back to being a regular dog. And I think it just kind of came out of my love for animals. I've always loved dogs and cats, and, and that's what inspired that character. That's, uh, that's pretty cool. So let's talk about uh, how did you get your first break? When did you start getting published and stuff? Actually, I was in college um, when I wrote my first book. I had a teacher who loved my drawings, and she thought I was a pretty good writer, and she encouraged me to make a children's book. And that was uh, one of the first times I, I really felt very, very encouraged by a teacher, and I, I just went with it. I, I started writing a children's book that day, I think, and I sent it into a contest, and I won the contest, and they, the first prize was that I got my book published. You know, it's funny about that, too. So here's, here's somebody who had struggled concentrating and paying attention because of your ADHD, and as soon as you pick up on this in college, I mean, you just full steam ahead. Yeah, I, well, that is one of the, the, the uh, things about people with ADHD is, is even though sometimes paying attention is a bit of a problem, we always have a, 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 the ability to what they call hyper-focus. Like if there's something that we're really excited about, we can just dive in and, and uh, get everything done. And so that's actually it's been kind of a gift for me because uh, writing and illustrating books takes a lot of focus. And yeah. I think we, we, we interviewed um, uh, an author about a year ago who um, suffered with ADHD. I mean, really extreme case of it. And he said the uh, same thing. He had to finally figure out ways that he could uh, use it. 
and hyper focusing right. was an example. So he said, if he sat down to write a book, for example, he said he would, you know, take out a piece of paper. And then as he looked for the paper, he would see that note from a high school friend. And then he would start writing them and it would just keep spiraling and he would never focus. He said, so he found some ways to kind of make himself focus. And he wrote a book on it. And how he wrote the book was he bought a round. <laughs> I'm not kidding. He bought a round trip ticket to China, which is like 15 hours in the air. He said uh-huh. he had a deadline that he, he knew was coming up and he'd screwed around. And he couldn't focus. So he got on the plane 15 hours in the air, got off the plane, turned around, got on the plane back. He said, and by the time he got back those 30 hours in the air, he had written his book. <laughs> Wow! Wow, that's that's really funny. My my wife is uh, from Japan, and and we have family in Japan, so we we're always going back and forth to Japan. And I've noticed the very same thing. You get in that chair, and you can't go anywhere. Yeah. To the restroom. So you're you're there. You and, and I've gotten lots and lots of done of work done. Isn't that funny? And I think it's something about it's the buzz of the plane, so there's limited audio distractions. Right, right. You know, yeah, visual. It's, and yet you don't feel like constricted as much, you know, yeah. as, you know, as just being locked mm-hmm. in a room or something, but it's interesting. So, Dave, where do you go from here? I mean, you're rolling it out. You got the Captain Underpants series or whatever. Does Dogman eventually become, become a movie? Uh, we're, we're just starting to talk about that right now. Uh, so I, I hope so. I hope that it'll become a movie and a, and a TV show the way Captain Underpants has. Um, and we're starting a book tour, uh, which starts uh, next week, and, mm-hmm. and we're going to be going all over the country. So a lot of very exciting things coming up. Awesome stuff, Dave. It's been great speaking with you. And what we'll do is we'll post a link to all your information. I think you got planetpilkey.com. Is that right? That's right, yes. Uh-huh. Planet Pilkey, P-I-L-K-E-Y. And we wish you the best of luck. Thanks so much. Thank you so much. This was a lot, a lot of fun. Have a great day. It's uh, Dave Pilkey, Dogman Lord of the Fleas is the uh, most recent book. And it's fifth in this series. Yes. And then he's got the Captain Underpants. Uh, is this the second movie? Uh, no, Captain Underpants is just the first movie. No, <laughs> But this comes out today. This just comes out today. Captain Underpants was last year. Um, and Captain Underpants is on Netflix, too. It just brought out a new series. The movie or a new series. The series. It's just like a kind of like a TV show for Captain Underpants lovers. And it's fantastic. I, I did not know. As he was explaining his story, I'm like, deja vu. That is the movie. Now the movie makes sense, makes sense to Personal. me. I just, I, I love the part of his parents, uh, you know, figuring this out. And it takes time. I mean, it's so easy to say this kid is being bad. Yeah. Okay, you're, you're hyperactive or whatever they called it. It can't sit still, ADHD, got it. It's a bad kid. I mean, that's, that's in your mind what you're thinking. Even as a parent, you're like, why won't they? Why won't they? And it's frustrating for parents because even if you're patient, there are times you're like, I just now I need you to I've got my hands full I've literally my hands full you know what I mean so for his parents to be patient enough to say okay you're in trouble at school but let's find a way around this you know um who's the uh, swimmer uh oh no don't say that now I can't think of him Mike, Fame, Mike Phelps Michael Phelps uh, uh, Michael Phelps yeah you know he had ADHD yes and that's did. why his mom yeah. had him swim yes so he started swimming yes. and he was really good at being able to focus on this stuff Jeffy's son uh Max. No, the other one, the oldest, the oh, football Elvis. player, Elvis. He became a football player. And Jeffy told me this story a couple of weeks ago. He said he was so high. run around the house. Can you go? Oh, can you beat yourself again? Go, go. and become a football player. Finding a way they can focus on the stuff. Yes. I mean, the, the the lesson here for raising kids, but even for ourselves, raising ourselves is is finding a system, something that works. 
you know, it's it's not easy, but you find the system around it and do the best you can with the stuff. Probably a blessing to parents of kids with ADHD yeah. or even if you suffer yourself. Yeah. I have a little bit of that where I can hyper focus, but I get distracted a lot with stuff. Oh, and I'm very, procrastination. I don't think it's distraction for me. My, dis- my distraction is procrastination, if that makes sense. I could do it tomorrow. Yeah, but why is the, why are you procrastinating? So I don't want to do it. Okay, well, that's different. Yeah. Oh. Mine is that I don't want to do stuff or whatever. It's just other things. It's hard to stay focused and you're just going to do this. If I hit a roadblock. Oh, I'm done. It's easier for me to say, let's just jump on to the next thing. I want to I be productive. So just keep going. Yeah, but I can't do this. Sometimes it truly isn't can't. Okay, you can't do that until you get that form in the mail Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Okay, I am truly yeah. stopped. Yeah. Sometimes it's just like, I don't know how to do that. But I got to get some, let me just, let me work on this other project. Mm. And then I hit a roadblock, you know, let me go back. And then it just cycles around and around and around. You never finish the stuff. Stay with it, focus. So everyone has their little challenges, but really good stuff. Planetpilkey.com. If you want to check it out again, that's planetpilkey.com. Uh, you were not familiar with Captain Underpants, right? I was, yes. You weren't. I mean, not as a kid. No, not as a kid. No, no, no. Uh, Mordecai was the only, like, out of us, Mordecai was the only one that grew up with it. I got introduced it because of my son. Over the summer, he came home and was like, hey, I want Dogman comic books. I'm like, okay. Went to Barnes & Noble, and oh, my guys are so cool. And Doc, he reads this 10 minutes. I like the, um, I like his artwork. Oh, yeah. There's some artwork yes. I don't like. I mean, it's it's goofy. It's cartoon yeah. artwork, but some cartoon artwork I like and some I don't. It's so cool. And then I love how always he always ends the books with a challenge. Can you... And then he teaches them how to draw all the characters that he drew oh, that's in the cool. comic book. So it's like, hey, here, you learn how I do it too. So he always puts that oh, at that's the really end of the neat. book. Good where, for him. So he's teaching the kids, hey, you could be like me too. All right, get your tweets in. It's PilkyPlanet.com if you want to check it out. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. Instead of punching a total stranger this morning, punch these numbers into your phone. 888-900-3393. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. So triggered today. No, no. You don't have faith in me. You never have faith in me when it comes to interviews like this. What are you talking about? You were bitching Uh, about this. Bitching? Yes. I'm not familiar with the brand, only vaguely. But he has a great backstory. Okay. And that's why I said, let's discuss this. Let's talk to him. No, he has a great no, backstory. Doc. No, Doc. You were doing this whole thing, dancing around. I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to do this fiction. You always, every time you see a fiction book, you just focus on the book being fiction. I, I have a difficult time and I know, interviewing and I, people when it comes to fiction. And I understand that you have a difficult time. But if I'm bringing you the guest, the mm. last three mm. guests that you mm. said, fiction, 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 there's always been an angle where I give you the angle and you're like, okay, I could work with that. And by the end, it turns out to be a great interview. For example, Libertarian says, I love this story. Kids with different minds are so misunderstood. And she thanks 
you know, for doing the interview. No, it's another a great one. Story. The pickle squirrel That's says. That's why I said it was great. A new milestone for the morning blaze. The kids did not want to get ready for school because Captain Underpants is on the radio. I had to say there that's what the podcast is yes, for. Yes, that's why I agreed to do it. Another one. Where did he go? Uh, Larky Farkin. My kids and I love mm-hmm. Captain Underpants. Now, the Pickle Squirrel tweeted another one. I don't think I'm allowed to say that because I think the little girl is listening, so I cannot say the surprise that he has for her. So, come on. Come on. That's why I said I agreed to do it, because it was a good idea. And Larky Farkin says, when he went to a business trip, he drove to Ohio and called her and told her, I am in con- uh, I am in Captain Underpants' hometown. She was very excited. What hometown? Uh, Piqua, Ohio? Piqua? Pika? Pika? Piqua. Piqua, Ohio. I know. I think that's Columbus area. Is that where he's from? I have no idea. He didn't tell me he's from Ohio. I didn't know who's from Ohio. Captain Underpants. Yes, Captain Underpants from Ohio. Yes. Like Dave Pilkey's from Ohio? I don't know if he's from Ohio, but I know Captain Captain uh, Underpants from then Ohio. Then he probably is. And you know who plays you didn't Captain tell Underpants? Tell me that. You know who plays Captain Underpants? Who's Ed that? Helms from The Office. Ed Helms. He uh, by the end he's in charge of The Office. Oh, what's his name? Yeah. Ed Helms. No, the name. character's name. Oh. <laughs> I was like his name is oh, Andy. Andy, Andy Bernard. Andy Bernard. Bernard, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, you didn't tell me he's from Ohio. I would have been. Uh, Don't give me that. More... Don't give me that. You are coming so close to. Oh, and another one. A person that does not listen to the broadcast goes, but the child who listens to the, uh, who listens, who wants to listen to Dave Pilkey, it's at school. Can he listen to it later? And I was like, yes, the In podcast, podcast will be available. Right. You know, after the show. And this is the reason I said, do go do get not... Dave Pilkey. You such. A... Go get Dave Pilkey. See, these are the moments where I just. Wish I could express myself on radio because I cannot truly express myself. Why can't you? Because my feelings right now are so hatred towards oh, you right now, Chris. This because you always this do this. This is the same you, zone. This is about you, love. You always make me go through these emotional roller coasters and these stupid broadcasts, and I can't express myself because I got a camera on me, I got a microphone on me, I got to watch what I'm saying, and you always do this every single time I bring a stupid fiction book about something to connect. Hey, hey. You're good. Am You're I? You're okay. What happened to I trust you, the show to the producer? I trust you, man. You do not trust I me. Trust you, you do not trust me. I, you do a great job. You give you me that do. stupid corporate talk. <laughs> I hate you so much. You become. Hey, speaking of corporate talk, Sears and Kmart, you know, they're owned by Sears Holdings, whatever. Sears Is owns it Sears Kmart. or Kmart or Kmart owns Sears? Sears owns Kmart. Okay. I mean, at this point, who the hell cares? <laughs> I know. Bad owns bad. <laughs> Hold on, no. Camo was good. Yes. You know and when they were good? When they back st- in the day. Yes. They stopped. So was Sears. I never- Kmart stopped being good in like 1978. Who ruined Kmart? I'll, Walmart? I'll give you 80. I'll say 82 in some cases. Sears was good in total about the same time. Mm. And then certain brands like Kenmore have still mm. done well. But in total, neither one have been good for 30-plus years. Yeah, they need to close shop. When Sears started doing some things right back in the day, after they had fallen out of favor, as a corporation, they said, we've got this brand, Sears Automotive. Think of them like being Walmart in the day, when it's a department store where you did all these different things, Mm. including automotive. So they spun off Sears Automotive 
into NTB, you know, National Tire and Battery, the yeah. NTB stores. Yeah. That was Sears. Mm. So they got money for that, got rid of one of their commodities. Made them, so that's a smart idea, yeah. right? You got to build the companies up or tear them apart. And they had this commodity, this, this worth, and it was solid. And NTB did well over the years. They didn't, do, they didn't know what to do with the rest of Sears. Are we, they started off as a catalog. Are we going to be a catalog company? Are we going to be a store? Well, the one thing Sears had going for them when other things started dying off still were their tools and appliances, Craftsman and Kenmore, mm. and even those departments. Yeah. So they needed to go back to more of the home improvement type or appliance mm-hmm. type mm-hmm. store. They needed to do something different. And while most of us got that, they were... Not getting it. And they said, mm. you know what we're going to do? We're going to go out and buy Kmart. Womp, womp, walla, 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 walla. <laughs> and none of us could get it. I don't know what their plan was, but it didn't work because now they are shutting down another 46 stores. Wow. They made the announcement last spring that they were going to close down 100 mm. or so stores. There's another 46. I'll tweet out a link to them because the liquidation sales begin tomorrow. Uh, day after tomorrow, Thursday. <laughs> they begin Thursday. So there may be, I don't know what the liquidation, how they're going to liquidate the stores, if they're going to be a going out of business, I was say going 40%. Out of business, yeah. If they have one of those sales, you might be able to get yes. some, some deals. Oh, The trick with those are, if you run the first day, it's going to be like 10% off. When they, normally when they wait. do this. But if you wait too long, it's all picked it's over. It's picked up. Yep. So listen, if we're all in this together, don't buy the stuff until it's at least 50%. That's got to be the rule. 50 or more. You're screwing the rest of yes, us. And by are. the way, 50 is the starting point. I want more like 75. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I want stuff so cheap that I buy it because even though I don't need it, just because yeah. it's cheap. I'm like, I don't even need this, but it's a dollar. I don't need it's another. It's normally like 600. I'll just take it. Fine. I don't need a third I'm not going to be able to even sell it, but I got to get it because it's right. That's what I want. So um, 46 stores, and again, I'll tweet a link to it so you can see it's all across the country. But I don't know what type of deals, but it's certainly worth it. And anytime I can get uh, some one of these true yeah. going out of business sales, I'm, I'm, I'm all in. about it. Uh, one store in Arizona, it's Flagstaff. Uh, California has Antioch, Clovis, Los Angeles, Santa Cruz, Spring Valley, Grand Junction, Colorado, Milford, Connecticut. Delaware has one in Newark. Florida has um, Doral, Doral, Miami, Naples, and Tampa. And then Georgia has Atlanta, Brunswick, and Savannah. So there's a handful. Indiana has Fort Wayne, Kentucky, Florence. Louisiana mm. has Hammond, Massachusetts, uh, Hoyoke, uh, and Taunton. Jackson, Michigan. Missouri has uh, Cape Girardeau, New Hampshire. New Hampshire. Has a couple. Manchester and Salem. New Jersey has one in Mays Landing. Couple uh, Four in New York. Two in Ohio and Cincinnati and Dayton. Oregon has a couple. Texas, Utah, and Virginia. Also, West Virginia, Wisconsin. There's a lot of them. 46. All right. Uh, They may have other ones coming out as well, too, so pay attention to it. But that'll be huge for you. All right. Yeah, Doc. 46 is a lot. That is a lot. (laughs) Oh, wow. That's a lot. Yes, it's 46. I know, but it seemed like more when I was reading them. (laughs) Yes. Seems like a whole lot of them then. 46 significant stores. (laughs) That's so weird, but okay. (laughs) I surprised myself at how big it was. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson, only on the Blaze Radio Network.
because HR said we had to. So it's the morning blaze with Doc Thompson. All right, uh, tweets now with the hashtag what I learned today. You're such an. Really? What? You're such a butt face. What are you talking about? I just asked for <laughs> tweets. Can you get a couple such of those? A buff- yeah, as soon as you said that, a tweet comes out from the Doc Thompson account saying, Chris Cruz is a great producer, dot, 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 and I fully trust his judgment, exclamation point. Yes, I learned that again today. And the funny thing is that you tweeted that wrong. You didn't put a period before me, so people are not going to see that. What do you mean? Seriously? Yeah. Oh, I started with that. You yeah. know what? I'm going to change. Well, they could look it up with what I learned today. but Yeah, they right, can. They but if you really want the whole world to see it. Okay, boom. I just did it there. I, and you know what? <laughs> I'm not even going to remove the other one. <laughs> Why not? Because <clears throat> that's even more impactful. Is it? So, you know, this is a perfect time to read Saving Private Harambe's tweet because it says, This Chris Cruz trigger moment was brought to you by the letters F and U right. and by the number two. I'm just saying, I felt a little bad. Because you are not getting the proper love and attention. Oh, I know oh I'm getting the I'm I, getting the attention. I know you're a millennial. Oh, do not give me. See, no, see, no, no, no. You're doing it again. No, you. I'm falling for it too. So I'm. I'm, I'm saying I know millennials need the extra little support, and I I recognize that. I'm cognizant of it, and therefore I I just want to let you know that you're a great producer. I appreciate that so much. Thank you. Hey, Tac Pack's back. Are they back? Do they solve their problems? They solved their problems. We have, we sat down with them. We talked to them. We're going to give them a second chance. Okay. They're ready. They figure out what they, they did wrong. Because they did uh, real well for us yes. at the beginning. Yes. And then uh, we had a big, um, we had a big month, and they had problems fulfilling. Delivering, yes. But fulfilling. Did they get to the heart of the problem? They did. Was. Yes, they did get to the heart of the problem. So everything should be okay. Now, they're still leading with the best customer service because even though they had some issues, they contacted people to fix their issues. So they're back. And we, we told them, listen, we're not, uh, not going to talk about you. We're not coming back until to, you, you have to this fix. stuff out. Yes. You solve all those past problems because we don't want to tell people about uh, products and companies that are not doing a good job. That's how it works. Yes. So the basic idea behind Tac Pack, and, and we're telling you, uh, try them. If you have trouble, let us know, and we'll be done with them. But uh, they did really well for us for yes. months and months and months. Uh, people loved them. Yes. A lot of people still utilize them. But I as still soon as, utilize them. And, and by the way, the month they had that was bad, it wasn't like 90% of failure no. or anything like that. We no. just had two or three, yeah. and we're like, hey, we're tired of getting the tweets. This is not who we are. Fix the problem, or we're done with you. Um, is it's a tactical package, tacpack.com, T-A-C-P-A-C-K.com. It's tacpack.com. You give them $49.95 a month, and they send you a tactical pack of things that would deal with um, not just firearms, because occasionally there's a knife or something yeah. else tactical, yeah. something that supports, that may not be specific to a gun or tactical. Like five knives now, thanks to them. <clears throat> They've had some really good knives in there, which oh, I've appreciated. Yes. But... The, pa- the the value of the pack is always far greater than the forty nine yes. ninety five. It's usually over one hundred and thirty dollars a month uh, when you get it. But you don't have to sign up for a year, six months at a time. You can sign up for just a month and quit. You can be done. So I caution you and say, listen, sign up for a month. Be very prepared to cancel if you're not happy, and be done with it if it doesn't work. But if they do what they've done most of the times, you're going to love this. 
because it works. It's an opportunity for you to get that little gem in the mail every month, something that has far greater value than what you're paying, and it's going to help you. It's going to help you protect yourself. It's going to help you when you're hunting. Sometimes it's a range knife that helps you oh, with your yeah. shooting, which is real nice. Oh, yeah. All kinds of really cool stuff. It's a, it's a monthly subscription box for gun people. People started by people that support the Second of Amendment. Course. This is who they are. But again, you can cancel anytime. That's always been their policy. If you object to something, let them know. If you have a problem, let them know. And let us know if you have a problem yes, with them please. as well. Yes. Just let us know. And we'll call them out for it as we have in the past. Now, if they have any packs left over at the end of the month, that's the best. Email part. them because you're like, wow, I have that type of gun or something I that like I really needed one. that. Email them if there's any that they didn't, where they had people cancel or whatever, any left over. They had four extra packs. They'll sell they filled, it at the same price. They'll sell it to you at the same price. So <laughs> check, just check out their website because they have some other grab bag stuff as well. It's tackpack.com. Tack like tactical, pack like package. Package. Okay, okay, tackpack.com. The entrepreneurial spirit is to dream and to do. We are Building America. Ryan Hogan joining us now. He's co-founder of HuntAKiller.com. HuntAKiller.com. Ryan, how are you, sir? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing well. Explain what HuntAKillerIs.com. Sure. So HuntAKiller is the fastest growing thrower subscription in the world. And uh, really at the core, um, we deliver immersive experiences through um, episodic storytelling. So um, basically, I think you were just talking about Tac Pack yeah. um, or uh, Blue Apron. It's just like that, except it's for people that, that love um, immersive murder mysteries. Okay, so I like the idea so far because it's uh, entertainment. I like that it keeps rolling. So that sounds pretty interesting. Is it, um, is it interactive? It's very interactive. And, and so basically what happens each month, um, so everybody starts off at episode one. And what happens each month is that you get a delivery. And this delivery contains um, clues, items, and correspondence. And so you kind of have this immersive, interactive experience with, uh, with a pen pal. But um, everything is not as it seems. And, uh, you know, I, I'll tell you, there's a lot of things going on in each package um, there's a lot of things to solve, and we've got a, a community of over 60,000 people and a, a secret Facebook group that are kind of working through this case together. Okay, so we just opened up. This is one of the packages, this is the right, first, This is episode one. Okay, this is episode one, and we have a bunch of different things. Um, so what's the difference between the yellow manila folder and the white manila folder? <clears throat> so how we look at this is um, when you open your package, basically – um, anything that's not in the folders that you receive, it's from the brand, right? So that's from Hunt the Killer. It's pretty hard for us to kind of break that, that reality barrier at that point. However, um, anything inside the Manila envelopes, that, that brings you inside of the universe that uh, our storytellers have created. Um, and, and so it, it depends on who it's coming from and what the correspondence is. But I think one of those probably has a, a listening Friends of America. Yeah, uh, yeah. I see that here, uh, right. Smart corner? Yeah. Right. And so you can do some research on um, – um, on that facility, and you'll learn kind of you know what's going on um, in the universe that we've created. Okay, so I have all this stuff, and and by there's a bunch. There's a a postcard here of like a community uh, a computer monitor, uh, a little like a pill pillbox type case, um, a piece of paper that it's just kind of an interesting piece of art. 
um, some different handwritten copies of handwritten letters, some other notes, some official letters. So we got all of this police stuff. Police department letters. Yeah, stuff from a police department. So if I get this from huntakiller.com, I open this all up and I start reading through it and I would then kind of figure out what I'm supposed to do next, right? Visit one of those websites, uh, do some online, and I would then be taken on the journey. Is that right? Exactly. So episode one comes with right. a um, comes with an instruction booklet. And I think it says start here on it. And so it, yeah. it, it brings you into the game and, and the methodologies in which we tell this story. So the, the story is told through um, the clues, the items, and the correspondence, and the the, the research and the puzzles and the ciphers. So, you know, for instance, one of those letters you have, um, I'm sure it has four or five different secret messages yes. in it um, because your pen pal, your, your new friend, um, is trying to communicate with you and, and tell you different things. And so, I mean, the, the best advice I have for everyone that's, that's starting this is, is trust no one. Um, <laughs> and, and nothing is what it seems uh, in the experience. This is awesome. Ryan, this is amazing. This is so cool. <laughs> and also this think about neat. it. People love mystery. People love, you know, like criminal minds, any FBI show trying to capture a, a killer. And basically, you guys have it on, on your website. You know, this is for like literally a serial killer deliver a package at your house. A hundred percent. And, you know, that's really what we're trying to do is we're trying to bring people into this, this immersive experience. So instead of going out and, and reading a book or watching a, a true crime show or, or however you consume entertainment, um, we, we make you a part of the experience. You become a part of the story. You get to investigate and research your way through, you know, touching the items, seeing the items. Um, you know, I, I think what we do is we just kind of take experiences to a whole different level. Yeah, I was going to say this does. Uh, you know, when people have hosted those murder mysteries, which were really popular uh, for a while, they've kind of lost a little bit of the luster. The problem is you were kind of acting. They were kind of cumbersome. You know, you're thrown in the middle. It's not that they didn't have their their merit, but I love this because even without the initial instructions, like I got it right off what's going on here. There's all these notes and I'm like, okay, I'm going to start reading this stuff and then I'll, I, I, everyone understands that you start figuring it out. You start piecing stuff together. You build, it's make, it's creating a puzzle, right? You're exactly right, Doc. And you know, the other thing here is that, um, you know, even when people, cause it, it's pretty difficult to to get all the way from start to finish to the entire experience all on your own. And so, you know, when you talk about, uh, you know, the, the murder mystery dinner parties and things like that, um, this thing makes a, a great experience for, you know, the, the monthly wine club that there are monthly wine night that, uh, that you may have, or when you bring oh. the buddies over. Um, and so we do our best to try and bring this a, a community event. Um, and so, you know, whether you're bringing friends over, you know, whether you're, you're logging on the Facebook and, and interacting within the community because you're stumped on, on one of the ciphers or something like that, um, you know, we really try and make that a, a big part of the experience. That would be really cool, getting together with a group of people and going, okay, now I don't, I don't know if that's the case because I see this on, the, on this letter. Uh, I think it would have to be something else, right? You start debating it and discussing it. Exactly. We see that all the time. And although we can't get it, uh, you know, into other people's parties. We see it all the time in the Facebook group. And it's, um, it's amazing to watch, you know, the, the banter back and forth and, and seeing people, you know, figure out um, uh, what our, our amazing storytellers have created. Now, when we contacted you guys, I contacted you because I was so impressed with your Hunter Killer success. But you also sent me a weird box that says empty faces. What is empty that one faces. about? 
Yeah, so when we first started this company, you know, and it's funny that you, you mentioned the, um, the murder mysteries because, you know, that our whole premise or the whole vision for this company is that um, we've created this new interactive, innovative form of storytelling. Um, but the only way that we can validate that premise is by jumping genres. And so, you know, were we just a, a murder mystery or a clue in a box that's delivered on a monthly basis, or could we expand this in the, into different genres? And so Empty Faces, which is uh, at EmptyFaces.com, is a, is a similar experience or the same methodology of storytelling, except it's a horror. Um, so it's, nice. a, it's a horror subscription box. It's, this is awesome. And, and storytelling doesn't do it justice. I know that's probably the best, uh, the closest you can get to it. You're really talking about something brand new here. Uh, I mean, it's uh, just the concept in general. If, if you were to have sold this back in the day as a one package or a couple of them at, at a department store or something, it would still be revolutionary back then. But the fact that this is a, a monthly and it's ongoing and you can use it and it's interactive, it's you're living the story. You're, you're creating part of the story. Yep, you're absolutely right. And, you know, it, when you when you talk about kind of the, the batch uh, boxes, we, we have um, over the past couple of years, you know, I, we've been doing a lot of surveys and collecting feedback and we got that request a lot. So we got a lot of requests saying, like, I love the, the monthly mystery. I love the episodic. But like, what if I just wanted to sit down and do one experience um, in a single setting. Um, and so we did develop premium boxes that are premium experiences. And so um, right now, I think we have three of them um, uh, that are live, Hawthorne Junction, 1973, which is, 1973 is, is my favorite. It's, uh, it's about a band and there was a murder in the band and you have to figure everything out. But I mean, we only, we even um, recorded our own album for it. So you get a, an old vinyl uh, record in the uh, in the experience, Ryan. This uh, is okay. You okay, just you stop. Just stop, just stop now. Because you're you guys, about, I'm about to hate you. <laughs> that's right. So you're, much. You're teetering on yes. a category of people this, we really we hate, hate because, because you're this so is too successful. good. Yeah. This is yeah. Wow. This is awesome. Yeah. Uh, this is such a great idea, Ryan. And it's it's so uh, from a company standpoint, there's so many different ideas you can come up with. You can keep creating stuff. That's awesome. Yep, and we actually were in development of a science fiction box, which we think will be our, our smash hit. Um, it's early 2009, uh, or 2019, excuse me. And, um, you know, and also kind of getting back to your, your storytelling comment, you know, that's, that's really what we look at is like, what are, what are different avenues or different mediums that we can take hmm. this type of storytelling? Um, and so we just got into um, audio entertainment, um, and we released our first audio drama um, on iTunes in, I think, October 22nd. So. Huh. Um, you know, we just, we have an amazing group of creatives and, and writers and graphic designers. And so, you know, we just look for the opportunities and extensions that, um, that we can translate this into. So this, I mean, we've been spending so much time on your product, uh, which is awesome. We haven't even gotten to the business side of it too, which is really cool. Tell us uh, real quick, just a little bit about how you came up with the idea. You're the co-founder. So you and another or others got together and came up with the concept. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it was me and, and uh, Derek Smith, my co- uh, co-founder in this. Um, I've been uh, active duty military up until last October, so I did 15 years. I transitioned out um, because of um, uh, because of Hunt the Killer. And basically what had happened was we'd been in the, the experiential business for um, about 10 years now. And so him and I are just fascinated with, with immersing people in experiences. And so Hunt the Killer started out as actually a live event. Um, so we transformed a 200-acre campground into a living crime scene. And basically, it was the fusion of kind of three different concepts. So interactive theater, um, escape room, and um, uh, adventure races. And so, you know, we brought 200, uh, 200 teams 
uh, to the campgrounds, and basically they had to figure their way out. Um, but the problem was it, it just didn't scale. Um, we couldn't, it, there was so much time invested into the creation of that experience that was specific to that venue. It was very difficult for us to say, okay, well, this is going to be easy to take this and then do this 13 times across the U.S. And so we said, like, well, what if, what if we could deliver this type of immersive experience to doorsteps each month? Um, and then the subscription model just, uh, you know, it was, was booming. So it's like, well, you know, this might actually work. And that's, that's what we did. We transitioned and uh, we've been off to the races ever since. Yeah, I was going to bring up the escape room thing, too, because I could see an element of that. Yeah. Um, one of the things I love about it, um, I, I, I never enjoyed going to bars, for example. No. Um, I mean, if I was out on the, you know, the hunt. You know, there was at least something to do, but I was never that successful. So bars never really did it. I'm not one to go out and dance. It was like, let's get together and talk. But they were always missing something. I always enjoyed casinos because there was something else to do. And I realized most people are looking for something to do when they go out, even if you're just hanging out with friends and talking something, you know, people play cards or whatever. And that's one of the things I loved about the escape rooms. I'm like, okay, you're, you're able to do something that's not just going out and drinking and whatever. So I could see people getting together and doing all kinds of really cool stuff with this. Ryan, uh, we got to get you back on another time. We're unfortunately we're out of time now to talk more about the business side of it and that too. I think you guys really got something cool and I wish you the best of luck. Awesome. Thanks so much for having me, Doc. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Keep us posted in the future and we'll post all this to social media and hopefully people will find you, okay? Will do. Thanks so much. Absolutely. It's huntakiller.com. Huntakiller.com. Such a great idea. Yeah, and by the way, this is mail, not email. A lot of people are asking if this is something that comes in your mail. Yes, yes this, this gets is... delivered monthly to your doorstep. And Chris, can you take a couple of pictures yeah, without, I will. Yeah. without zooming in yeah. on them, just so people can see what it yeah. is? Because it's we opened it up, and I had not seen this. Chris had no. it earlier. Yeah. So this was my first. I just looked at it and went, mm-hmm. what is this? And I was looking at first for the starting point instructions. Mm-hmm. There which, is none. Right. He mentioned, you know. And I was like, even if there's not, I get oh, it. Oh, you get it. Oh, 100%. Because I'm like, like, okay, I want to read this, and there's a website. As yep. soon as I put this together, I know I'm going to say, go and do that. And the cool thing is, it's at your own pace. So you don't, I wonder, that's one thing I have about games. It's like, oh, I have to hurry up. No, no. This is at your own pace. Oh, you get busy today, do it tomorrow type thing. This is awesome. Yep. Huntakiller.com. Check it out. It's huntakiller.com. I think this is uh, going to be the beginning of something pretty big down the road that you're going to hear. And, and I get his whole little couldn't scale it when they were trying to do it, to do a whole farm or a, oh, yeah. a campground or something would be awesome. Yep. But yeah, to try, to try to make money off of it and replicate it's going to be difficult. Huntakiller.com. Speak your mind. 888-900-3393. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Part of Generation Blaze on the Blaze Radio Network. with Doc Thompson, 888-900-3393. All righty, that is it, ladies and gentlemen, the end of the morning place. But before we go, as always, let's find out what we learned today. We learned Chris Cruz is a great producer, and I fully trust his judgment. Thank you. I just <laughs> Mordecai laughed. I don't what know was that? that? We learned that Max Kellerman and Stephen A. Smith are divisive when they call out Trump for being divisive. Huh. Yeah, hypocrites. We also learned Chris Cruz is a great producer, and I fully trust his judgment. Fully. 
keep it. Keep we it learned it isn't a violation of Twitter rules to threaten Dana's lashes kids. No. no. Oh, wait, wait. Now it is. Oh. Now it is. Are you sure? Uh, now, it's, I'm not. I wouldn't agree. It's area? not. It's okay, not. It's not. Okay. You can threaten her death okay. upon. Wait a minute. Oh. They've reevaluated. And? Re-reevaluated. Now it is. Okay. Now it is. We learned that Chris Cruz is a great producer, and I fully trust his judgment. <laughs> we learned forget bulletproof glass and metal detectors. The best way to protect schools, trained attack tigers. Chris Cruz, who I fully trust. What, if anything, did you learn today? Well, you know, half of the ESPN audience was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What does my chenka account have to do with politics? <laughs> Checks and balances. What? I don't get it. I what do you I mean? I don't get That's it. Not under- uh, and it is time to smash the patriotic one free nipple at a time. Why don't you hit that again? Nope. Is that it? That it? Uh, Nick. Nope. Mick. Nope. Not even close. Zelda. Not even close, Zach. Zelda. Got yes. it. Zelda. Zelda. What if anything? Nailed you it. <laughs> Nailed it. Uh, today I learned that Doc is triggered by fiction and Chris is triggered by Doc being triggered about fiction. Yes. Thank you. Hire this guy. Hire him. He's already hired. Give him a promotion. Oh, wait a minute. Can I get you promoted? <laughs> what if anything do the listeners learn today? The Steve 42 saying, go topless day is the most genius patriarch. Patriarch. Nailed it. <laughs> You know, I can't say big words, people. Patriarch. Ugh. Patriarchal day of the year. World's okay spot saying, if you preface how you want... Damn. Preface. It's okay. We're going to regroup. No one will ever hear this. There we go. Okay. Three, two, yes. Michael saying, uh, elementary school students and public officials have several things in common. They both take recess, they spend others' money, and they behave like children. <laughs> Yep, yep. Politics Puppet saying, if we can't connect you to crazy people through six degrees of Kevin Bacon, you lose your gun. Oh my gosh, you're on to something. Is that something? You know the six degrees of Kevin no. Bacon? I'll tell you about it okay. off the air. But, yeah, if you can't, uh, yeah, that's genius. Nicely done. Uh, D saying, I, I, uh, I'd say three degrees, but okay, go okay. ahead. D saying, I agree with a safety tiger. They're great. What worked is you sold it completely with your arm. They're great. <laughs> Isn't that how he does it? It's Tony the Tiger. Oh, okay. That's what was funny And Bob Blah Blah. Love the Bob Blah Blah. Rock beats scissors and Tiger beats AR-15. Also, Tiger beats Trigger Max. Yes, yes. They're great. <laughs> Matt saying I Chris... I do a lot of those characters. Captain Grunge here. Matt saying Chris saying bam on the face needs to be a ringtone. I like it. Hey, I didn't get to the new numbers on procrastination. I'm going to do those tomorrow. What else do we have coming up on this broadcast Uh, Did you know that BuzzFeed is racist? I did not. We'll learn tomorrow. Uh, What does Glenn have coming up on his broadcast? Well, Stu is in. Glenn is out. What is Stu wearing today? Chanclas. I don't know what that is. But okay. Remember, the Morning Blaze is today a Chris Cruz production. Six Semper Tyrannus. Good night, Steve Cannon. Wherever you are. Anya, now you go home. Chanclas. Look at him. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Part of Generation Blaze. On the Blaze Radio Network. Knowledge is power. Tweet at us with the hashtag WhatILearnedToday. This is The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network.